course. everybody welcome once again to the newest episode of sticks and kicks this is danny orona welcome to this amazing podcast and let me just tell you after hearing myself last week on spotify i have already let this go to my head so i do apologize but both of y'all mean absolutely nothing to me anymore and it's something that you're just gonna have to get over <sighs> and on behalf nice. of uh, myself and my i'm gonna call them team for now but subordinates here <laughs> welcome to this episode number two thank you so much for tuning in and let me first welcome man to my left here uh mr lucio lucio how are you doing today i'm doing excellent you know just recovering from last night's game over at the gila river arena Your voice uh, sounds better it does sound better actually it wasn't that bad of the yelling it was a little bit more coarse that night than it was the his vocal cords were wrecked for other reasons <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Testing the depths. Oh, yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, that new person talking over here to my left, uh, that's our new guy. Well, not new. He's our old new guy. Shit. So. Uh, new guy. This guy over right, here. And then, uh, as Lucio's trying to do, was introduce the newest member of Sticks and Kicks, the one that couldn't make it over here because, he, as we established, he is more responsible than the two of us. We're just here fucking around. Yeah. But. Kenny Mitchell, welcome to the show, Kenny. How you doing? I'm, I'm well, thanks. Yeah, I, I have a baby, so that's proof that I've had sex, uh, which is awesome. Um, first off, do I sound sexy? First of all, that's proof that your wife's had sex. No, that's... <laughs> he is a little tanner than me. Uh, but... Right. Are, we, are we not functioning? There you go. Right. Now you're good. I don't know. I think I'll... No. No, we cannot hear you. The bottom part. You were doing so good at everything that we were starting out with. Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, my God. You just had to blow it. That's it. Malfunctioning equipment. (laughs) Way to welcome me on the pod. No, yeah. uh, I'm excited to be here. Uh, Sorry I wasn't here last week, you know, as they said. I I am a a pretty important person, so my time is money. Um, And I appreciate the the superhero introduction. Um, I can confirm that Danny has had uh, Cialis-driven boners since he first heard himself on the podcast uh hasn't gone away it's kind of weird but uh, i appreciate you having me i'm I'm really i'm really psyched your podcast just got so much better so (laughs) well it was already great a little little white smoke in there (laughs) all right so uh how about you tell the people a little bit about yourself your background and what it is that you're planning on bringing to the table here yeah um in all seriousness i'm probably the biggest hockey fan that uh that you'll ever meet and uh I told them huge, last huge, yeah, but I speak for myself. So, uh, huge, huge Coyotes fan too. Um, unfortunately, sometimes uh, I've dealt with a lot of problems. So, but no, I'm a, I'm a huge Coyotes fan. Uh, I, I pride myself on having some inside knowledge. I'll share that when I can. Um, you know, I'm also you know just a huge sports guy in general. So, um, really big Dodgers fan. Go blue. Oh God! I heard that shit talking when I was away. Yeah, no, no, yeah, we gonna leave that in. Uh, You know, but uh, yeah, also a big rising fan. This uh, this uh, guy in front of me here, Lucio. uh, You know, we have we had a history. You know, met each other at school. He became a roommate, best friend. Um, Then we uh, 
you know, introduced me to soccer, which white people don't know about. So it was really neat. Yeah, I'm a big, big rising fan now. Did, uh, uh, was it a culture shock to you? Or? Oh yeah, for sure. I don't. I, I. I don't know why you guys have to get so excited about goals, but I mean, we're gonna. We're gonna just. I'm gonna. I, I love the energy. You know, it's, it's sick. I, I pull my groin every time I hear somebody friggin' announce a soccer goal. It's like, what the hell, dude? Just take a breath, chill. There's gonna be more. I know there's not that many, but there's gonna be more. So yeah, it's exciting because there's no, not it's, that it many. It is exciting. You know. I, I, you know, all seriousness again. I, I love, I love sports. Uh, rising are quickly becoming one of my a, a stalwart in my life, and uh, just like the Coyotes, and I'm ready to go. Let's get buzzing, boys. You guys sound great without me last time. So almost, almost like you didn't need me, but now you realize you do. So oh, that's you're the piece that we didn't know we needed. Is yeah, to, exactly. To finish off this, uh, this team. Yeah, for sure. As, as Michael Scott said, it is the third wheel that makes it a tricycle. Yeah. Oh, how the Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure Wayne Gretzky said that <laughs> Wayne Gretzky said that yeah yeah all right so like let's jump right into the information that we have uh Lucio why don't you take us through the week in the Arizona Coyotes while I go bang my head against this wall again okay so uh on Tuesday we played Florida mm-hmm. unfortunately we did uh take an L on that uh, one. Florida played us yeah, well, Florida played us. They played at home. And no, we I'm lost. saying they played us. They fucked us. We, we lost. Um, yeah, they did R- play us. It was R- funny, R- too, because we did score in the first period, but just there's nothing after that. We just kind of let everything go. We, we let one in, in the last uh, period, late in the last period. So, well, not late, mid-late, but it was, it was pretty much they dominated the whole second and third period. Just wouldn't let us do anything, and it wasn't supposed to go that way. I mean, obviously, we were supposed to get in there and take that W, but we needed that W, especially against them. They fucking suck, but whatever. You know. And then uh, we played yesterday against Buffalo Sabres, and we definitely, I don't know what we did. I don't know what Tockett did in the locker rooms, but we uh, picked it up 5-2. Uh, to two. We did get scored on. Uh, two early goals in the beginning of the game. Back to back. Back to back. First period. It was it was ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, it was one of those things that the second period we came back and uh, we started playing a lot better and started. Uh, you could see just the creativity that the boys were bringing in, and uh, we came back. We made three goals in the second period, which is great. And then we conceded. Uh, not conceded. We uh, scored th- two more goals in the second period, in the third period. So I mean, just goes to show you with hard was work. That not the longest goal you've ever seen. Yeah. That was that 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 Oliver goal. Yeah. yeah, we lost you again. Man, what I, is going on here? I, I think it's his mic. No, we good. It might be the mic or the connection. Yeah, we're missing out on me. We we are definitely missing out on you. Can you not hear me? All right, we got you there. Yeah, me now. Oh. Kind of. There it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, you can hear me a lot better. Yeah. I was. I was saying. I'm just kidding. Uh, that uh, <laughs> that OEL goal. Probably the longest goal I've seen in in, in hockey. Literally, he, his ass was against the boards behind the goalie, and I, he he just turned around, and shot it. You know. Yeah. Shot a <laughs> he shot. He just sat there and he's like, "Is it gonna go?" Is it, I honestly thought it was gonna hit the the the, the bar. 
didn't hit the it pipe. Did, it it hit, yeah, it was no, piping. I thought it was going to hit. Yeah, the piping, piping was going to come out because it looked like it was too far to the right. But then all of a sudden, you just see it hit the hit the bar and go into the left. It was just so like the Coyotes that it would have just stopped at the line. Oh, yeah. Like, it would have hit like this. Some fucking like, Mighty Duck <laughs> shit yeah. where it just fucking stops right there right before it goes in. Yeah. But, you know, it, thankfully went in and gave us some extra points. I mean, OEL. Uh, one of my favorites, obviously. Uh, not everyone's favorites, as we know. I, I don't. Enough. I don't dislike him. I. I. Do, I He's just uh, not your favorite. No, I mean, I. I. I was Oliver Ekman Larson's biggest fan in in 2009 when he got drafted. Um, huge fan of him, and uh, I'm, I'm still. I, I still admire him a lot. But I mean, you're the captain. You gotta. You gotta. You As gotta a captain, I feel that, like it was a bad choice, though. It, maybe not a bad choice, but you have to. You have to every once in a while put your nuts on the table and 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 show like you're a captain for a reason and uh and i mean i i can say this as a casual fan as a diehard fan as as an analyst of this team this is uh, it's what we've been seeing is a catastrophic fall i mean how how do you add an, a, a a league mvp in december and then just completely fall on your face now mind you they we had two we had many key injuries but uh, I mean, the depth of or the supposed depth on this team that we saw early on is just fading out, and it's and true. I think that's the that's from the top down. I really do. I, I I think that the the major problem, and I like Rick talking a lot. I've always liked talking. I I just don't think I think he's a, an elite assistant coach. I think that he is a subpar at best head coach. I think he can get a lot out of his guys because he's he's a, he's a players coach. Um, and that's that's something that you know most 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 athletes like someone that they can relate to instead of a boss. But, but then these, these guys that. are too comfortable in the room. How do you? I feel. Yeah, I, I, know I mean, these, I get that one hundred percent. it's one thing to be a players coach. You're able to approach your boss. You're able to yeah. approach this guy and let him know what you're feeling, how you want to play, if you want something different. Right. But being the boss, like sometimes you just have to. Put on your big boy pants and say, no, this right. is done the way I want it to be done because this is what I was hired to do. That's right. true. I think that's why Kessel gets so much playing time. Uh, um, and, and, yeah, Kessel's his best I mean, we're going to jump straight into it. I'm not even going to stop. I, I, I like Kessel. I do. Um, I, I don't uh, know if you I, heard I was, last. I was waiting for this because you defended him pretty No, easy. no, no. I did, and I still do in the sense that um, that he does. Um, More faulty malfunction. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that he does bring uh, – he does bring some quality to the team in the sense of helping the, the young the young boys out, helping them kind of not get the reins because they know how to play, but just give them that experience or that, that kind of mentoring that only someone who's been, you know, a champion can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also had Stepan, who's also been a champion, right? right well, no. What you're describing, no? Lucio, no. is a coach. But Yeah, but the thing is, you have a coach, but the thing is the boys learn from someone who's still playing as well. Like you learn more, like you learn more from your teammates when you're competing than you do from your coach. Your coach directs you in a direction. The coach, act, the the players actually challenge you to do better. And this is what I'm saying. The Kessel now, the thing is, maybe in practice he's different, but during the matches, I mean, sometimes he is more than subpar, in the sense that we brought him in, and he's, you know, he's coming in from the likes of Malkins and and Sidney Crosby and stuff like that, where these people are, you know, 50 point well, getters. Yeah, we we and and 50 I, like point. did. Well, I I know I mean, Malkins are like they're elite. I mean, they're they're we're looking at eighty to ninety points. Well, no, no, fifty point plus. Like right as of right now, that's where the some of them are yeah, at. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're at that. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. so what I'm saying is that 
I was telling him last week that it's one of those things where he comes in coming from those kind of players that are the scoring that are constantly putting in mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're asked to lead the team and be the person to be the next the next big thing here in Phoenix to be the one who saves us from this turmoil we've been because we have been in turmoil in the sense that we've been just spiraling down needing to figure out a way to to pick back up thankfully you know someone like Connor Garland has been putting us not on the map but has been getting in getting points in getting goals in you know on crucial points and times uh Kessel just brings that kind of authenticity and kind of brings that experience to the team. But, yes, he does get too much playing time. I feel like he's what, a what is fourth. That, what does that tell you, that that guy that you're describing that's supposed to help these young guys that's supposed to – But like like I said, though, it's Tockett's fault. It's not Phil's fault. Uh, it's Tockett's fault for putting yeah. him in so much. Well – He should be a fourth liner at best <laughs> right no, now. I mean – I mean, Or scratched in Kenny's opinion. You got to sit him out. I, uh, you, One you, shot on goal against the Panthers. Yeah, I mean – and I mean, we're, One we're talking, shot on goal talking, and a goal. This, this oh, no, guy no, no, last year, throwing. last year was a point per game player. The year before that, so he had 82 points in 82 games last year. Ooh. Now, mind you, mind you, you, you are playing in Pittsburgh, a star-studded roster. I get that. We, nobody was expecting 82 points out of him. Uh, the year prior, 92. We don't have to go there, but it's just a sick elite player. Two Stanley Cups, you know. Uh, elite shot, elite shot. Probably that's that's Phil's most redeeming quality is his shot. Dude, but he doesn't shoot. So that's exactly what I was gonna get into. Where the fuck is it? Like, why are we not doing it? Like, Dude, I don't, I don't understand. I said that last night. Yeah, he last doesn't, he night doesn't shoot. The yeah. first period pissed me off because he was he kept on faking the shot, fake and pulling back and looking it's for something like, like just shoot, just year. shoot the fucking puck already. Like, put it in the fucking back of the net. Put it onto the fucking net. Get a rebound. We, we have yeah. guys in there. It's like, we have guys like Connor Garland who are fucking bulldogs, bulldogs. like you said, yeah. who's fucking in there getting down and dirty, and we're going to sit here and wait for you to find the perfect opening? No, yeah. dude, shoot the fucking puck. That's and, what we got you for. Yeah, and then I, I really liked your analysis of him as a mentor because he, he should be a mentor in, in some way, shape, or form. People, uh, just, just having him in the room, knowing that he's won two Stanley Cups, knowing that he was an elite player, Played for Team USA. Uh, I mean, he's he's un, he, he was an unreal player, and he always has been. Now, if you know Phil Kessel, or you know none of us know him, but if you know about him, he is notorious for not being an outspoken guy. He's kind of a he's kind of a uh, how do how do socially awkward person, an introvert, an introvert. So like, like to to put it in context for like people that follow baseball, like Zach Greinke, that was uh, yeah, yeah yeah oh like, for sure. Of course, you know him. He was on the Dodgers and then yeah. coming to the Dombacks. Of course, he was the ace, one of the face of the franchise. Yeah. No one could get two words out of the guy. He was no. just so into his own mind, into yeah. his own world. Yeah. You I also think, though, too, that uh, quirky guy. Phil Kessel quirky. has that also that, that reputation. I don't think he's a hard, hard worker. Like, no, he's never been. I think that uh, I think that he's not like like where you see Connor Garland like literally going for everything, fighting for everything. Yeah, take it. He's younger, but he is fighting for every puck, every possession he has. He loses it. He's grinding to get that puck back because he probably feels like this is my fault that this yeah. puck's lost. And he go get it. Phil Castle loses that puck. He'll probably play it for yeah. like thirty seconds, and then as soon as the puck moves a little bit further yeah. away from him, he'll he'll end the fucking the chase. He'll end the fucking like oh okay, well let me just get down there eventually you know and i think that's a big problem with 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 kessel is that he's i feel like he's just not motivated and it sucks because we have someone like you know taylor hall who's coming in who we definitely 
need in the sense of he's also another good leader, a good kind of uh, role model for the younger guys like Conor He's a lead by example guy. And he does lead. He does get in there. He he played. Oh, he played fantastic last night. Hard. He was he was battling in there as well. And I was like, man, he should have got a goal. Yeah, and as a hockey player, just to give you guys a little insight, as a as a hockey player myself, you want to see someone's character and how they play on the ice. Watch them not while they're on the ice, but as they're skating to the bench for a line change. You, Connor Garland is is one of the most hardworking individuals in hockey, and I can uh, we're paying him pennies on the dime. He's gonna he, he's gonna get a stupid payday, and that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for he the guy. It. But watch the way that once the play is over, watch him skate to the bench. That's something that you're taught in mites. You know, you're, you're, you're sitting there as a hockey player. It's like, you better hustle. You, you better get your ass to the bench so we can get another guy on the ice. That is something still. I mean, that, that, I mean as you can imagine, in hockey, any major sport, you get to the point where you're so good, you don't feel like you've got to give 110%, 100% of the time. Connor Garland lives like tomorrow's never promised and and that's what i that's what i love about, about Connor garland he he just i again I, re, I really implore you watch the way he skates to the bench after his shift he busts ass probably fastest that he skates is towards the end of his shift making sure that he gets a fresh guy on the ice he's a team guy i told you though right Scored when he came in with his face i told you when he came in he, he was he was one to watch yeah, yeah. I, I i remember back yeah, yeah. two years ago i was like dude this kid He's I, I, I thought he might have been a flash in the pan, and actually, you know, I was pretty proud of Lucio for, for calling that because, you know. It's one of those things. I'm not a big – I hadn't been in the hockey game very long, so to be able to, like, look at this kid, like this kid, you know, it was something about him. He's, he works he's hard. Yeah. He, he's looked like he's, he wants to earn a spot. So I'm just kind of, like, really, really happy that it worked out for him. Obviously, we've seen it today. I mean, he's one of our top – point getters he's top goal scorer goals. on the team i mean he's he's doing fantastic like i said playing on the first line i mean who what what, what kid doesn't dream about playing the first line in nhl team i mean kenny now is right. that is that due to phil kessel's leadership it could have been not no so okay yeah. look look no time out keep defending time out time out like, i'm not i'm not even gonna defend <laughs> phil kessel here i'm not even gonna, well i'm gonna tell you this we can't even credit phil kessel on this because Connor garland was there before phil kessel got there and Connor garland was playing this hard last year but it was he putting up these numbers he was getting to the point where you could see the potential of him getting to these numbers okay. now phil kessel if anything brought a little bit of a just kind of like, hey, Connor, we're bringing the superstar in. Uh, you know, just what you're going to do kind of thing. It's not like it's like a friendly competition kind of thing. You see someone, a big star come in, you don't want to lose your spot. So you just you, 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 you train harder. You play harder. You, you, you play with more ambition to, to, to score and to do this stuff. So by default, sure, but not in the sense that Phil Kessel like is – is mentoring him personally, but he does mentor, like, in a sense, the guys, the boys, the 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 younger ones. You know, he's not sitting there telling Taylor Hall what to do. I think Taylor Hall has pretty much been in the league long enough to kind of understand what he's doing. But it's one of those things that Taylor Hall has also shown that he can do that. He's shown he can get those points and, and get those goals. You know, 50-point player, like, like Kenny said earlier today, 50-point player, I mean, he doesn't need to be shown how to do the reins. I think... Taylor Hall might be showing more of the young boys at this point in time than Kessel is because Kessel's well, yeah because what Kessel's showing is that these young guys coming in is like man that is not how I want to end my career 
Yeah. I I mean, I I feel I feel bad for saying that he doesn't work hard because it's it's subjective, right? I mean, we don't maybe that's as hard as he can work. Maybe it really is. Well, he's uh, eating those but, fucking hot dogs. I mean, come on. Well, hey, but that that is something that that whole hot dog story is is is, is so funny because it's it's just someone. It, Toronto media is probably the worst media in sports. You know what? Now you got to tell the hot dog story. Well, okay, so there was I, – I forget the guy's name. Probably shouldn't throw dirt on him anyway because he's probably gotten death threats by the uh, uh, Maple Leaf fans. But there was a guy that, uh, that uh, just kind of did like a smear job on Kessel uh, when, he was, when he was playing in, in Toronto. He, uh, he thought that Kessel was lethargic and lackadaisical, didn't, didn't play hard, didn't work hard. Um, and then – so he wrote, he wrote a piece about how he sees Kessel – after every Toronto practice, he sees Kessel visit a hot dog stand right across the street from uh, right across the street from the arena, and um, and he made it seem like it was an everyday kind of twice a day thing. It it turned out to be a really big mess. So uh, Kessel, being again that quirky guy, uh, obviously he had a lot of run-ins with the Toronto media. It's 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 something to look up. YouTube because a lot of hot dog vendors. Yeah, well, not that. <laughs> well, I mean, and again, that 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 was that was a smear job. I I still believe that Kessel. Yeah, maybe dude joys a hot dog every once in a while. You know what I mean? I mean Arizona has the best hot dogs, by the way. Snoring hot dogs can't. We have some of the best hot dogs. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, anyway, I'm going a little. I'm rambling a little bit here. He he goes. He obviously gets pissed. I would too, right? I mean, you, you're, you're bringing personal life in. Basically saying he doesn't try hard because he's fat. And that he, that he you know, well, eats look. hot dogs all day. Well, here's the thing. He, he goes out. He gets traded. I, he, he probably loved that. I would if I were him. Out of Toronto. I, will, I would never play in Toronto. It's just I, it's a hockey mecca. But they, they will eat you alive, you know. I going off on another tangent but look at the way they're treating mitch marner you guys gotta google mitch marner's numbers and google articles about him uh when you get a chance they're they're treating him he's a kid probably they're one of their hardest workers and they're dragging him through the flames right now but anyway long story short he gets to pittsburgh and uh wins two stanley cups well yeah one of one of the most iconic shots in hockey but, uh, I haven't seen them Phil, Ke- Phil, Phil Kessel's on the golf course after he just won the Stanley Cup with the Stanley Cup filled with hot dogs. <laughs> Smiling at the camera like a big, here's my dick, suck it. That's, that's and honestly. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and you know what? I, I, I appreciate Kessel for that. I appreciate his career. I appreciate what he's done. Uh, what I do not appreciate is putting uh, personal milestones in front of the uh, in in front of the team's play, I mean he he's yeah. on an Ironman streak. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, yeah. but yeah, um, eight hundred. Yeah, he's now, he's up there. Yeah, he's up there um, with another is former also, Coyote, Keith Yandel. Is that oh, something that you think is the reason why he's probably not playing oh, as he, hard? Yeah, he, he it's confirmed. He had a groin injury earlier on in the year, so we were giving him the benefit of the doubt at that point. When was this? I would say when when I heard, first heard about it, it was it was I think 
early to mid November. Oh man, dude! So no, and he I'm, and you could tell he was he was playing sheltered and everything, but no, he's still playing sheltered. I feel like because groin injuries aren't I, easy; they're not easy to recover yeah. from. They're really look at our look at our keepers, bro. And we mentioned keepers last week, so because <laughs> I know you call them goalies, but well, that's what they're called. But, but that was man, another question. But, but, but keep going. But keepers, uh, look at the keepers. Whenever they get groin injuries, they're out for weeks. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. And the thing is, I feel like Phil Kessel, because he's constantly playing because of, his, like you said, his personal achievements or his personal, like, the records that he's And we don't even know if that's him. That could be Tockett because Tockett and him are buddies. He, that could be Tockett saying, hey, but uh, I'm not time, benching you. Well, yeah. Okay, uh, if you were on an Ironman streak like you were, would you stop? If, if you I were, had to, of course. I'm not going to I'm not gonna wreck my – it's not a – it's not a – like a stat or a stat that you get an award for it's cool oh uh, dude i would have stepped out so fast what about like, you got to think about your, you, you got to think about your long-term future in it you know outside of hockey and the thing is it's 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 aggravating too that that talk it doesn't see it like he doesn't be like you know what he's not playing to his full potential let's sit him out but then well, again they might be their buddy Phil. buddies and 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 phil's phil i just based off what i've seen he's kind of a sensitive guy sometimes and that's okay but can you imagine if he got benched? Maybe he was like, fuck you guys, trade me. You start sulking and everything. Yeah, like my best friend, my coach just benched me, trade me. I'm, I'm embarrassed. So I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a weird dynamic, but needs to change. Yeah, so like, you know what? Uh, I know I bring in a lot of outside examples that I, uh, for, this, for this sort of thing, but that makes me think of like Eli Manning with the, with the Giants. How he had that streak of how I don't know how many starts that he had in a row, like spanning over several years. Danny Dimes coming in, and then, <laughs> and then uh, when he started getting benched, like I guess, I guess he was given the option, hey, you know what? If you want, you can get the start, play like a series, and then we'll bench you and bring this kid in, so you can keep your streak going. It's like, At that point, it's just embarrassing. Like, why yeah. keep that streak alive if it's just for the formality of me starting? Then you're gonna bench me for who is obviously my replacement. Yeah, these are million dollar athletes. Fuck the whole coddling thing. Yeah, I get a, I get a dick slap at work when I when I'm underperforming. Everybody should. These are million dollar athletes, and that's and that's what drives me nuts. And they take a lot of pride in their job, and they should. These guys are risking heavy injuries all the time. Absolutely. But I I I mean, think about that. We're talking about a guy that was clearly injured, that put his team at risk, in my opinion, because every shift he goes out there, he's a liability. So there you go. And he's not playing to his full potential. He's not playing to those. Uh, uh, and it gives me a reason why he probably ain't shooting as much either because if you really think about it when you shoot yeah you're using your upper body but you lift yeah. your leg when you shoot sometimes don't I, yeah, you yeah yeah and I think it's a confidence issue right now I I, tr- I mean he's he's not a superhuman I mean yeah. he we have to we have to is mu- we're giving hey, him a lot of shit right now Iron Man is a superhero I know right <laughs> I still feel like a superhero with that superhero music introduction that was awesome um, I'm fucking soaring right now boys we're buzzing uh, but no it's a uh, the game right yeah here. for sure it's right, uh, but you know what to your point kenny yeah sure that is the one thing that i was telling lucy about last week is that when it, it, it's one thing to like say it is not my responsibility to be this guy no when you sign this multi-million dollar contract you're saying yes i will take on the responsibility and i will be the guy because this is what you're paying me to do yeah so to come here and like lay out excuse after excuse yeah. the media can do it the coach can do that some of the fans can do that but no you should be the guy taking responsibility. I'm accepting these millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Then accept the responsibility that, yes, you have to be the man. Yep. 100%. And hey, look, I don't... 
want to like sound like I defend Kessel just to, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm giving you kind of like, well, what if this? What if that? What if this? I'm about just, to throw a beer bottle at you. Don't, you can't throw a beer bottle at me because I'll <laughs> fucking knock the shit out of you. But what I'm saying is that you don't, I just want to be like, I don't want to just be like, well, we all hate him. Because then there's, oh, there's look, no. Oh, man, I don't hate him. I not hate I, him like that. I like, get you. I, like, I get what you're saying. Oh, you know what? He's he's not performing and just all agree. Because if we all agree, I mean, this shit would be fucking boring. Well, spot. he knows it too. That's the thing is he, that he, he knows it too. He's even addressed it to the media. Um, we're kind of beating a dead horse. I know that I know that he has more in him and hopefully, I mean, we've got him for at least a couple more years. All right, so well, what we'll about see. this? What about, okay, let's let's switch the topic over to uh, Taylor Hawk because he, has, he, he hasn't scored. In a few I'm not games. worried about him. I'm not worried about him. I, the only yeah. thing I'm worried at about at all, in the sense of oh no, as far as production, no, absolutely not. Yeah, well, speaking of that, that cha- that changed the subject. That's what we we're going for next. Is that 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 other game, the game last night? From talking to all the negativity that went on earlier the week, yes, Phil Castle, yes, everything. He did show up. He did his job and put he in looked, a rebound. He looked good actually. Against, yeah. He did against an empty net. <laughs> I mean, most, I guess, yeah. Well, and he rang one off the pipe earlier, too, in the game. I saw he that. Did. It was, it was a sick shot. Yeah, yeah. Five to two against the Sabres. Yeah. They took care of business the way they were supposed to do. And this just brings a full circle that the Coyotes are a team that are going to piss you off. Like, how are you? How like you I said, a fire and ice, bro. They play to their competition. Three, seven to three. Coming, losing against the Panthers. And then putting up five. It's hot and it's it's fire and ice, bro. Like I said the other day, like I said uh, last week, it's they play really well one game. Isn't that a lube brand? Huh? That's a brand of lube, right? No, fire and ice. That's a brand of condom. I think you're thinking of herpes, but. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that they play That's hard one game where they're playing to like a like where you sit there like goddamn these these guys can can lead this fucking league right now if they play like this every, every single night. time every night and then you it's got games possible, but where they play against some of the not best teams yeah. in the league and you sit there like what the fuck just happened and 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 you sit there's this the same team that played yesterday or it's last mental toughness and I don't yeah. know or it, lack thereof and that's the thing that I feel like we're just we have such young players that haven't competed in a level where they're like this all the time so I feel like sometimes you know, we have those hardworking guys, like you know, Connor Garland. I think Taylor Hall is one of those good, uh, hardworking guys you got step on because I, I honestly do feel like step on works hard to be on their schmaltz. We haven't talked about schmaltz a lot. Schmaltz, schmaltz is up there in points as well. You know, second person in points right now, super productive, super good on the ice. Third, no, second, third. Taylor Hall is leading this team. <sighs> He's got we 50 ju- points. Dude. We just went over this, Lucio. <laughs> well, he got points. 25 points in he the got, Coyotes. Okay, on the Coyotes and... And the whole him playing from the jersey to the Coyotes, yes, he has well, 50. He was hired for his prior stats, and we're, and we're not... We're going to add those, okay. I'm, I'm just saying, if, that, if that's... Okay, third. It's like he was, Sorry, he was a league MVP, but if he got traded to the Coyotes halfway through, he'd be like, no, nah, he only had 25 points. It's like, no... Look at my end of year resume, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not. <laughs> but you know, okay, fine, whatever, dude. Like, I'm not trying to take anything away from Hall. I'm just saying, you know. Just like you are. That's the thing. I love. He's giving him a Hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> when we got Hall, I was excited. I remember telling Kenny, and Kenny 
we were just static the fact that you know we didn't call you because you suck I Ooh. called him. Oh, yeah, I did. called him. We I called this, him from work. We had God. this conversation before we included you. My, no. I could not. My erection that day. I somebody could. They could have done an Olympic diving off of it. Okay. I was. I was. Ooh. Ooh. It was in the pleats. You know what I mean? Like that. I, I, so. So what would have been? Because like, if you had an erection for Taylor Hall, what would have happened if last year we ended up getting? Uh, um, we ended up getting someone like Austin Matthews. There was never a possibility, but are you asking me like if it happened, wasn't what would have happened? No, it wasn't. Does it, does no, it, no, it wasn't. He, he's from Scottsdale, right? Mm-hmm. He's he he loves the Coyotes. He grew up a Coyotes fan, and I I totally believe that he's gonna he's gonna be donning a Coyote sweater one day for his retirement. Uh, hopefully sooner. Uh, he's only he only signed a five year contract in in Toronto. He's twenty one, twenty one, twenty two, right? Yeah, I mean, but it takes him, it takes him right to the end of restricted free agency, and we'll get into it because there's not maybe some people that don't know what restricted free agency is. But you, technically, uh, up until age 27, you are what's called a restricted free agent, meaning that your your team, who they they who drafted you or who owns you at the moment, they uh, they have your rights, and so in order for you to sign elsewhere. When your contract is up, you have to be traded. So if Austin, Matthew want, Austin Matthews wanted to sign in Arizona right now. We can't just go say, oh, his contract's up. I'm going to go make him an offer. We can. It's called an offer sheet. And offer sheets, the way that they work, is I want, I want to make an offer for Lucio from you. You want to pay Lucio 500000 a year, right? I make an offer for 750000 a year. Saying, hey, come here. If he accepts that offer sheet, you have, I believe it's seven days that you can either match it or let it walk. If, if you match it, you keep them, right? It's a little bit of higher, higher price, but you get to keep your asset. If you don't match it, if you let it walk, you get compensation from me because I stole one of your players' rights. doesn't happen often. It happened last offseason and um, – I think that was the first time in like eight years that it had happened, and it was quickly and easily matched. It was uh, uh, Sebastian Ajo, the Montreal Canadiens, made an offer sheet or offer for Sebastian Ajo, who plays for the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes laughed in their face and said, "You know, eat ass because we're going to keep our player." What I was getting at, Austin Matthews would have to be traded here in Which order to we don't sign. Have anything to give at the moment? No, and, and why would we? Because we're gonna. He's. His contract walks him right to unrestricted free agency. So as soon as his contract is up, and he's going to be 27, I think 26 or 27. Prime. Prime. Yeah, prime. He's, he's a 40-goal scorer at, as, at, at this point in his career. What is he going to look like at that point? And you could potentially, you know, we got Alex Morello, our, our, our savior, who's got a dick ton of money saying, let's do this. Like, let's bring homeboy home. Like, Yep. You know what's great about Austin Matthews? He comes from a Hispanic family as well. There you go. And I mean, can you not imagine? Can you can you not imagine like wow, this is this is a match made in heaven. He grew up a Coyotes fan. The only reason why he was a first overall draft pick is because he went to a Coyotes game. His favorite player was Daniel Briere. He was a sick player, by the way. So he meant. Um but regardless, I mean it's a match made in heaven. So to answer your question, a long-winded answer to your question, yeah, it would have been ejaculation for sure. 
Holy love. Well, that was a very, very long ejaculation. I know. But I was I glad. You I'm, guys are I'm, happy to have me. I know. I'm glad I asked it, to be oh, yeah. honest. It, it, like, it got it. all no, over. I'm sticky just worth. thinking about it. You know I, what I mean? I know. But, you know, and the thing is, I, I, I like Taylor Hall. I do. And, and I'm glad he's on the team. I think he brings a, a great, <laughs> yeah, a great sense of security on the team, like where you feel like when they're on, when him, Devo, and um, Garland are on the line, I mean, you just feel... Like there, there could, there's a potential for something to happen. I'm yeah. not lying. Um, don't feel the same way about third or fourth line, but you know, nothing wrong with Vinny or Richard. Yeah, I, I don't want to get too deep into Taylor Hall just in case it's a topic for later. But we definitely need to talk about that. All right, we'll talk about it. About what? Just keeping him or his production? No, his production's fine. I again, I don't, I don't. I mean, we can jump into it now, but. No, I we'll, say, we'll save that for later, dude, I was, because I do want to talk about all right, let's do it. is uh, the AZ Rabbits, who once again made their presence known at Gila River Arena. We did. And, Aaron uh, Cohen, the team, the president, came and saw you guys. He did. He yeah. came and saw us. Um, it was very interesting. I saw him you out there. on Twitter. Uh, he did. I, I saw. Uh, he was up there. I didn't actually get to take a picture with him. I, I was just. Uh, God damn it, Luz, You had one job. Is that what I told you? To do? Well, no. He got a picture with some of the other guys, uh, with Steve-O and, and some of the other guys up there. Um, but the thing was, I was still kind of chanting. And if I would have went up there, the chants kind of would have died down a little bit. Uh, I think we could have forgiven you for two yeah, minutes but, of silence. Well, you know what? He was sure. he was digging it though. He was really digging it. They were telling me that he was like sitting there, like in the back, just kind of like vibing on us chanting. So he really he he really dug it. Um, all right. And first of all, talk about where he visited you. Where were you guys? Oh, sitting? we were in the tower. We were in Northwest Tower. Uh, dude, it was beautiful. That's it was, sweet. It was, it was great. I mean, I feel like this this the upgrade we needed because at the same time, prior games where we were there. We got kicked off of uh, Section 113 because some bearded guy over here started crying about, you know, I was like, oh, I can't see because you're standing up. And I totally understand why. I didn't because hear about this. The, the levels uh, in the lower seating is not the same as the levels on the top on the top rows. The top rows are more angled so that if you stand up, you're not bothering the person behind you. But when you stand up in the lower levels because they're more, they're less at an angle, if you stand up, the people behind you can't see. So when we, as uh, supporters, we don't sit down. We're constantly standing. And for those of you that don't know Lucio, this dude is big. Uh, yeah, dude, this, I'm, I'm pretty big. I'm, you know, six foot, wide. 326 pounds as of the other day. I mean, like, it, it's... With three C's, baby. Three C's, baby. You know, it's just one of those things, <laughs> you know, right double right D's, right. I'm just saying, so, you know? yeah, of course. So. <laughs> if, you're, if you're the guy that, that paid your hard-earned money... To sit in the lower so, so yeah, we behind <laughs> this motherfucker. So, right but this is this, <laughs> this is the thing we needed though, because in the in, in the booth and fucking in, billboard in the booth that we were in, we were just it, it literally gave us the opportunity to do everything. I mean, there were some issues in the beginning, the flags that weren't let in. We got into kind of with with the security in the sense that security was trying to kind of like, oh, you can't bring those flags. And no, no, we so were told, told we could. In the beginning, you could not bring smoke no, flares. No, the flares the are fine. The yeah. flares are fine. Yeah, we, right. we we knew we what we is flared. It? Buzela? We we what are those fl- no, but no, we weren't allowed to bring those in. Period. No, <laughs> no, you, nobody, uh, nobody. The entire time, Phil Kessel skating in the bench, like the fuck's going on, dude? Like, 
<laughs> nobody in the stands, I need a hot dog. dude. Nobody in the stands could could handle a Vavusela, bro. In, in that arena, in that up. arena, nobody could could handle that. But um, we did. We finally got in. Everything got squared away. We had to, you know, we had to take out our banner from hanging where it was hanging in the front. We had to actually pull it back. Yeah. Until the end, we ended up kind of holding it after we won. But because uh, it's right know, over an LED sign, right? No, it wasn't over anything. I don't think there was anything on that tower, but they just didn't want it there. Because you know that it's you like, yeah, people pay to get right. shit up there. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. You can't cover uh, sponsorships. Well, we but didn't cover sponsorship. It was on. No, it was like you were gonna get free sponsorship. Basically, and, and, and oh think, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. And that's yeah, what they that's were. That's what thinking. they were. That's what they were mad. They told but you you had to take it down. You guys, I just want to tell you, like, I admire, I admire it a lot because. Uh, you you guys realize that you you have a prime opportunity. You've, you've caught the attention of the team president. Undoubtedly, you've already caught the attention of the owner, who is a huge soccer fan. All thanks I, to well, Sam Doerr, by the way. Shout out Sam Doerr, at us if you ever want to come through. Yeah. No, really. We got to send out that invitation. I will. I'll talk. To, I'll well, talk here's to the them. invitation. Uh, another thing, uh, you guys caught Auntie Ranta's attention, who said it on on live TV. Yep. That was beautiful. So you guys have a prime opportunity. You got you might have a designated suite given to you. I, I, I don't know. This is what I would do. If I was the Coyotes, Yeah. if I was the Coyotes, I would be offering a, des- a designated suite to you each and every game. You know why? God knows they're not sold out. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're not sold out. We'll come playoffs, if, if we make it, we will make it, right? We, we will make, make it. it. I don't know. When we make it, um, this team – this is a good hockey city, but we live retirement. The the the, the, the arenas in bumfuck Egypt. Does not help. Bumfuck Egypt, and that's one thing that pisses me off. Sorry, I'm going on a little rant here. This is one thing that pisses me off about any other team, essentially the, the except the like the Florida teams that that know our struggles. Any other team, like the fan base in Canada or, you know, Pittsburgh. anywhere on the East East Coast who shit no. on the Coyotes that have never been to Arizona and never realized the drive that you would have to make to get to this arena. You know, against I, I rush hour. against, yeah, no. traffic on a Thursday night game. Saturday night's games, the, the attendance is always better. Why? Because there's less traffic. But think about this. You're, you're just getting off work. There's more you fans, You got a Thursday too. game. We finally got the 202 South thing figured out, which those of you don't know about it, it's it's just an extension. Two you know, years just, coming. Yeah, two years coming. That kind of takes the me. congestion out of the 10. Uh, but getting to that arena is like pulling teeth. It's 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 tough, and so there is a lot of there's a lot of hope that that is going to be moved. Hopefully to Mesa. Hopefully to Tempe. But we're gonna fill up the arena. I so, would love it to be downtown. Oh, for sure, absolutely. It's, Dude, it's a great you know. spot. You're gonna make a ton of money. <laughs> Scottsdale would make a great location. Move. It, it has to move. It, one, we've Scottsdale already. Scottsdale would make a Scottsdale great place. Scottsdale would be great. I, I can't mean, walk to Scottsdale. I can walk downtown. No, right. I don't want to. Downtown, downtown would be sick too. Downtown is too. I fucking hate downtown. It's just I hate all those fucking one way streets. I just want it the fuck out of Glendale. That's yeah, all yeah. I want. I don't want it the fuck out of Glendale. I think you would make and more games if you if it was. One hundred percent. I'd be a, I'd, season, I'd be a ticket season ticket holder. I'd be a season ticket holder. And, right. You know, what? before we go to break, I just want to touch up the last thing on last night's game is Lucio's experience after the game at this bar. Oh, no way. Dude, okay, I'm just hearing this, so I'm fucking ready. It's not even a good thing. It's Yo, look at how much head he's got on his ear. 
That's how mad he was. Most head he's gotten in years. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyways. Lucio, so, no, look, look, dude, I'm so and frustrated. It's up to you if you want to mention the bar's name. Or like, I'm not going to mention the bar's name just because I don't, I, I don't want to throw shade at them. But we were, we were at a something. It rhymes with wins, reeks. Well, You're you so fucking funny. might as well just say it You're now. So, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it, but it rhymes with this, this. All right, all right, just, just get into it. Relax. Do all right, it, man. Wins reek. All right, all right let's do this. Reek. Let's go. So we were there, and um, we ended up finding seating. And it's mm-hmm. like a little bar. Not at the bar, but it's like a... It was on the patio. It's like a, on the it patio. On the patio in the corner. In the corner. And and the thing is, Nobody I feel like it really corner. bothers me that there's sections in the fucking... In the establishment that just because they're is covered... Is this in Westgate, by the way? Yes, it's okay. in Westgate. All right. That are covered in certain... All right. Yeah, yeah, I know what we're talking certain, about. <laughs> <laughs> in, certain, in certain areas, because they're covered by, like, maybe obstacles or, like, uh, obstructions. Obstacles, I love that. Obstructions that they can't... Can't see you right away um you get less service uh so we get there and um we at, we're waiting for a server to come through she never comes through so i have to physically get up and go ask for a server to come serve us because we didn't to expend energy yeah dude i just walked like you know 700 yards he walks in there to the staff he's like listen here peasants oh, no, we're not even there yet so <laughs> We get there, and we're like, so, like, I have to do this, and we're sitting down, and the guy next to us, you know, he's sitting there. He's kind of ticked off, too, because he needed napkins for his wings, bro, and I get it. You need napkins for your wings. She didn't bring them. And when she did come, we only have these Imagine little- fussing over napkins, though. Dude, he was fussing over Meg. <laughs> but she brings the napkins. They're literally the little square napkins. The square napkins with, napkins your, with your beard. Like, Wipe so, your fingers and face she, off with it. And she tells him, like, oh, I'm sorry. We don't got any of these, the regular napkins. We only have these ones. Do you want any? And I was just like, all right, fine. Whatever. So, like, she finally gets them. And uh, stop tapping. I'm talking. Shit, fucking rude. Testing my mic. Uh, yeah, well, right, yeah. You need to fix that shit. Anyways, so I'm sitting there. And finally, they bring our drinks, and we're drinking. And I, I was telling like, me and Danny were talking. Kind of, I was kind of in a different uh, place. I was talking to Irene. He was he was in a he was in a bad place. I yeah. wasn't in a bad place. Just me and Irene Nobody were talking about Anyways, <laughs> I didn't need a napkin. I gotta stand up and get somebody's attention. So, so we're sitting there. And like half an hour passed by. And yeah. nobody comes to come see if we need another. Yeah, drink. that's 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 a long time. And Half an hour. Oh, dude, no, it's a long time. It's a long time. Uh, Danny, you can agree, right? Very. Yeah, thinking, like, it, like there was a, there was a fight last night, and we got there as the fight was starting. We got there. We sat down during the national so, anthem. We went through the whole fight rounds one through twelve, and throughout that whole time, we got one beer. One beer. No shit. One beer. And this is what bothered me. Is that she, went, she didn't come by in that whole time. And when she did come by, she would come by to those people that were next to us just because they were a little bit more Out visible. Out No, all. they were just a little bit more visible. Yeah. But she never came to us because we still had, for example, say I was half done with my drink right now. And she only she's like, okay, I'll come back when they're done. But the thing is, she took so long to come back. Now, at this point, we're getting ready to leave because we haven't had beer. And like, so I go up to the guy, and I'm literally. This is how mad I am. All right, and and I look. You guys Dude, don't think this is so he's fucking don't, right now. Don't think I'm petty because of this, but I was. This is how mad I was. I'm I so, hear it. I'm so mad. I go up to the. I go up to uh, the thing, and I'm waiting for for someone because I go up to their little like fucking 
like clock-in station or where they fucking put down their orders and i'm standing right there waiting for somebody to come because nobody was around finally someone shows up the the little uh the little black girl that i was talking to that have helped me i i i, I praise her she's great yeah she helped me i think it was her first night on the job she was training. yeah she was training she was she was really good though uh props to you but i i told her like hey can you send the check to my table? And then the girl that is actually taking my table comes up. And at that time, at that time, she was pulling up. I was telling the, the little black girl, I was like, can you, what? Dude, like, what am I supposed that's to an, say? That's not an adjective. Like, that's just tell. <laughs> that's the waitress. That's all you got to yeah, say. Yeah, that's all you got to say. Right. Well, you people need to, di- okay, fine, the waitress. I'm and now you said, you people. <laughs> Stop no, that! What, what are you All right, let's just what clarify one. Oh let's God, just dude. clarify one thing. Lucio's not that type of guy, but I just like cringe every time. I, I know him; he's very descriptive. Doesn't have to be. She's a she's a young woman okay. that served you. A, young a lovely young woman well, that served you. I need to dif- differentiate. Who, I got which, you. I got you. In your own Anyways, head. But go okay. ahead. So this young lady that was helping me in the beginning, because you see that now it doesn't make sense. I have to dis- I'm gonna just call her just the Amy. waitress and the trainee. That's all you have. Okay, to yeah, there yeah, you go. That's a good this. one. Maybe I should have thought of that when I first said it. Fuck yeah. So the trainee, I, I, I'm, as I'm talking to her, where the waitress is pulling up, and I'm telling her, I was like, and can I talk to someone above you? And then the young, la- the this waitress is like, is something wrong? It's like yes. And I look at her just to tell her yes. And then just because I was so upset, I go back and look at the trainee. And I was like, I need you to send someone above you and above her while looking at her. And she's standing kind of like two feet away from me, looking at me while I'm looking at the other girl and telling her to bring a manager over because I need to talk to her. Well, sure enough, as soon as that happens, oh, now she wants to be around and ask me for my, another fucking beer. It's like, no, I don't need a fucking beer now. I'm mm. getting ready to fucking leave. So the manager comes. I wish we had the camera set up. Like, if you guys could see the fire in Lucio's eyes right now. Did you Z-snap? I, I wish I, I would have. I would have zeased all done. the way through. So like, but, yeah, I, I will take another beer and bring me a butt funnel. You're going to pour right in. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but my issue was, and this the thing is, I'm not even what? mad at the place. I told the guys, like, I'm not mad. I get it that it's busy. You pull but, a Karen. You ask for the manager. I get it. But the thing is, like, why? Like, like if, if, if it's busy, like, like. You still have to tell like, is my money not as green as no, a person sitting over there? He went, he went on this rant, and it, it was like he was giving the I give a dream, I have a dream speech. Ah, uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> the guy next to him that didn't get napkins. He's all, amen, brother. Yeah, he, he was, basically was, he yeah. He pretty much went up, and he, like, started rallying behind He's him. all, he's praise him. him. He fist pumped me at the end. He, he fist pumped me. He's all, like, I swear to God, he with his dirty-ass fucking wing hands, he fist pumped you. <laughs> Lucio for president. Yeah. Like that's how, this guy was so behind Lucio. Fuck yeah, right dude! Now. It was just way to be a man of the people, bro. Dude, I am a man of the people. The people would understand my my yeah. it, my struggle at that Mind moment. Mind dude. It was just one of those things, you know. Winds Creek. Just know, I'm still going to you, but damn Wait, it, Winds Creek. I did get a coupon. Oh for like fuck some, yeah! Come back and get worse service, but you'll get ten percent off. Oh yeah, it's not a big deal, the eh? Manager looks Bring your own napkins. <laughs> the manager looked Lucio in the eye and said, "Hey, you know what? Give us another shot." All right. He did. He's like, "Give us another shot." What are we breaking I up? S- <laughs> I swear to God. Can uh, I get another chance? You're gonna show up on my lawn with he, a, he, a, and, a and radio. Like, it was like head. rehearsed. I think it was rehearsed. I think he's been wait. He was waiting the whole night for someone to come complain. He's like, he pulls it out of his pocket. He's he like, got the court ready. Yeah. He like pulls it out of his pocket. He's I like, bam. Finally get a chance to use. Yeah, it. he's all this. Here we go, Cecil. This is what we've been trained <laughs> for. This is what we, we've been ready for this forever. He's like, 
Wait till he sees me bust out the coupon. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes like, here, give us another chance. Here's a coupon. Right. Take yeah, it yeah, for sh- some free burgers or something. And I was well, like, you, know, you make fun of, but you took the coupon. I did take the coupon. <laughs> oh, I've never Dude, seen him turn down food. <laughs> I've never seen him turn down food. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be uh, there. Next uh, time. He's like, I'm with it. You know what I mean? I mean, guess what? She'll be your server. You're like, how you doing, honey? How you doing? Like, whatever. You know, like, you, you're forgiving. <laughs> You're forgiving. I was like, right? She's, she's, she's going to be the one that serves us next that's time. What I'm she's going to be yeah, on fucking, She's going to be on point. That's no. You're the one that called the manager. Yeah. Yeah, this one's Karen. the one that called the manager. God damn it. God damn it. I just get called a Karen. Fuck. My you, you're going to get ex- <laughs> use that expired coupon and ask for the manager. <laughs> you did not check it. Because he was holding it on to it. expires him one day. He's going to be like, excuse me, this is the worst service I've ever heard. It was a favorite. I'm going to be like, Pharaoh's like, like, are these even your pants? That's a good no, place. Like, uh, it, I wish I would have recorded the whole thing because I feel like I was a part of history that night. I saw a speech be, being given. He spoke so eloquently. Do you like, got the shivers? It's nothing like he was talking about right now. Yeah. Like, I feel like we should just give him bad service and then put a microphone in front Fuck of him. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm down with that. We will We will just get the most eloquent speech out of him. He had people rallying behind him. There was a couple <laughs> of dogs there at the patio. And, like, even the dogs were, like, sitting over. Saluting. Around, like, yes, sir. <laughs> Hell yeah. We have not gone our walk. Yeah, yeah, they're like, hey, <laughs> y'all, we we still don't have napkins. Dude, I swear that guy still did. I had literally, I had to get napkins. Literally, I had to get this guy napkins. This is how bad. This is how slow the service was. Going to get a ten ninety nine from him, right? <laughs> I was like, you you serve someone napkins, yeah. serves that bitch. I don't receive payment on this bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is the kindness of my. I had to go to the people next to us. And I had to get some napkins for that. I had to ask him, like, can I have those napkins? He's all like, yeah. And I go and grab him. He's like, oh, hold on, wait. <laughs> this guy takes some napkins. I was like, bitch, I need all the napkins. Yeah. And then I finally get to this guy. He's like, dude, you're the man. You're the man. I like you. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I was like, dude, man of the people. <laughs> and with that, you know what? We're going to go ahead and take our break. And we will be back with more Sticks and Kicks. Uh, this uh, this show is once again brought to you by Maya's Pizza in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, we have yet to try that pizza challenge, but we are hard at work training. Pizza's delicious, take though. On that pizza challenge, we are practicing. Trust me, we're eating pizza. I'm, I'm not gonna be able to do that, but pizza's delicious, by the way. All right, and we will be back. Oh fuck you. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I don't care what anyone says. That's some fucking badass music right there. Yeah. Well, it makes me feel like a pirate. Pirates are they, like, you know, we had a discussion about having like yeah. a custom song made for us, but you know what? I just want to keep this pirate thing going. Yeah. It's just we might have to claim we're, we're, we're just a bunch of cheap bastards that find free shit online, and you know, and and we came across this little yeah, gem. Yeah, that still gives you goosebumps. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's exactly what we needed. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to Sticks and Kicks. Uh, here with Danny Orona, with Lucio and Kenny Mitchell. Yes, Lucio is that douche that would only like to refer, be referred to by one name. Yeah. Yeah. McLovin. It's it's one of those things that I pride myself in uh, in the name because it's uh it's my fucking name. Um, I don't like going by my first name. No, I, I use like, my name too. I don't like people like, knowing who yeah. I really am. In the sense of yeah, I don't Lucio. want I don't want people to fucking find me on Facebook and shit. You can find me on. Alright, his name is Martin Lucio. God if anybody it. wanted to know, Martin M A R T I N. Look, 
it's just, one of, it's just one of those things that I, I I've gone by my last name for years now, so it's hard to kind of transition to my first name. So I just go by Lucio, and everyone knows me as Lucio. It was actually weird because we were at the Rabbit, uh, we were with the Rabbits the other day, uh, yesterday, and they started calling me Martin. And I was like, "Why the fuck are you calling me Martin? My name is Lucio." And they're all like, "Well, it's because your name on the on the group chat." I was like, "I don't care what my name says on the group chat. My name is Lucio." Did Facebook- you put your name on the group? No, chat? No, Facebook doesn't let you have to put your you fucking put full a name first on Facebook. Last name on Facebook. Yeah. So it's fucking stupid because on Messenger they'll, it'll pop up. Just change your name to Lucio, Lucio. That's what I was thinking about doing, Lucio. I was just gonna. All right, all right. Can we go back to when I met you though, like you, when you were going by Martin? But I, you were no, just, no, no. It was it no. Martin or no, was no. it Martin? That, no. that, that was my point that I was going. No. He, he would not go as Martin. He wanted people to call him Martin. Martin. First of all, not Martin. No, Martin. no. You would go Martin. No. You, you Martin. 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 No, dude. I never <laughs> put an English accent in my name. My name is Martin Alejandro Lucio. He's like, oh, I don't want anybody to know me. <laughs> at him. <laughs> don't at, at him. Yeah. I swear to God, yeah, you yeah. at me. But anyway, but yeah. That was I'll, I'll accept you if I know who you are. <laughs> He'll accept you regardless. Martin. He needs a follow No, I did not ever do that. I don't know where you're getting your sources from. You're you're incorrect, so you might have been drunk at school that day. Shit. I'm not going to battle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those Some things. pucker shooters, baby. Those green apples. They hit <laughs> hey, you. That was back in the day. Oh, the, hell yeah. When four locos were four locos. <laughs> yeah, when, when they were actually. fucking crazy. When they were actually loco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, white. Like, I know hey, loco. I know that. Hey, yeah. man, I only got five bucks. So, hey, we're getting fucked up today. Oh, dude. fuck yeah. That, you're balling on a budget, dude. The things that happen with four locos. How are we alive? I don't know. I don't know. It's like bring, drinking a permanent marker. I remember that. It's like <laughs> shit. Oh, okay. I'm drinking straight hand sanitizer. Before we get started on it, um, so you had said something about earlier about the AZ Rabbids, and uh, the la- the thing I forgot to mention on the uh, when we, when I was asked is that after the match, um, one of our leaders, uh, Stevo, he ended up, uh, and like we said, this isn't the, the real Stevo. This is the cool Stevo from Arizona. He uh, he showed me that uh, we got blown up on Twitter by fans, Arizona fans. It wasn't the the little fucking snowbirds that came through. It was actual fans. They were still on the way to their game. Sitting there like, hey, those AZ rabbits, whenever you can get in those in, in the opposing team's heads, that's how you're supposed to do it. Whenever that's they why get I think mad, you guys have a legit shot to be like a stalwart at the arena. And and that's and I think so too. We're so hyped right now that we're getting so and like you said, I hope we do get a section pulled off. If it I don't care if it's a tower or a specific section for us where they kind of clear out that whole section. Yeah, give for it us. the nosebleeds. Because yeah, yeah we'll take nosebleeds because yeah. at the end of the day, the nosebleeds are probably the best ones because we get to we, well, they, the, the first the first night that Phoenix Rising crossover yeah, night, that was, that was nosebleed seats that you could hear it throughout the entire arena. Oh yeah, yeah, I could hear it on TV. I was watching and and he actually messaged me so i'm i'm kind of a maniac i i'm i'm a super fan in in a sense that uh if i if i can't watch the game obviously it's hard for me to get to a game i've got a seven month old son uh at home right now and 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 just kind of going back fuck egypt what's that and you live in buttfuck egypt uh, no well yeah kind of i live in santan valley for any locals that are listening it's pretty tough of a, uh, a trip from santan valley to glendale <laughs> but uh it's it's uh, it was cool because I, I, I don't watch the games live. I, I record it and then I come back home, <laughs> I and I, I will not touch my phone. I will not. I, I tell people, hey, if you're at the game or if you're watching the game, don't message me because I don't want to hear shit. I want to go home and watch it, 
And so I, I get a message from Lucio, and he's like, uh, or he's calling me. He's calling me, and I, uh, I knew he was at the game that night. And so I was like, well, that's probably a good sign if he's calling me because he's probably going to be like, oh, did you see that? Oh, did you see that? You know? And so I was like, I'm not going to answer the phone because I don't want him to blow anything. Well, it turns out, I mean, I know we ended up winning that night anyway, but it turns out he was calling me because uh, the AZ Rabbids, shout out to you guys. I didn't get to meet any of you yet. Uh, I, you know, I'm really pumped to meet you guys. I think that, uh, of course, I'm not, I'm not a, a uh, what do you call it, a booster fan at the Rising. Supporter. Supporter. Uh, at the rising but uh now in, hit me up you know we're at, at the coyotes <laughs> games you know yeah, that's where i'm at you know um but shout out to you guys for for making such an impact uh i think i think it's it's great for the game i think it's great for arizona i think it's great for the coyotes obviously uh getting attention uh if if there are any executives listening god i hope that you guys have thick skin because we've said a lot of things on this cat uh, but uh yeah let's make it happen these guys deserve to be here they are uh they're they're awesome they bring a ton of energy we got called out by auntie ronta we got called out by aaron cohen everybody's shouting it out you know this is this is arizona hockey this we are unique we, we, we are we're ice in the desert we have the sickest kachina jerseys bring Absolutely. them back full time don't full be nervous time. bring them back full time we need to see so them in the whites with the you know, whites, yeah, dude, I'd be even dope yeah, if they send a green one in. Oh yeah, dude, just an alternate green I'm, one. I'm not hating on the current or even logo. A red one. Oh, for sure, yeah. I'm not. I'm not hating on the current logo. Don't get me wrong, but the Kachinas are where that's that's Arizona. That's Arizona. That's, the you, uniqueness. You, you see the American flag, you think, oh man, that's American. You see those Kachina Kachina jerseys. That's, that's Arizona. That's fucking Arizona right there. You would you would you wouldn't even miss it. You'd be like, God damn, that motherfucker's running Kachina jersey. Yeah. That, that's exactly. Arizona right there. And yeah. uh, for those of you that actually want to follow along and be a part and be part of this movement that is the AZ Rabbits, you can follow them on Twitter at AZ Rabbits. Yes. Do one, it. One B. AZ Rabbits. And you will not be disappointed. You will not. I mean, like it's one of those good things. Group of, good group of people. It is. It's a great group of guys. I, I you know guys these and guys, gals. Yeah, guys and girls, absolutely. We're going to have to have a complete course on you learning how to speak. I just said guys. Guys is a general term for everybody. Not it's in this not, day and age. Yeah, yeah, no. Probably, <laughs> yeah, right. Don't want to get in that, but yeah, you're right. dangerous waters here, yeah, my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a great group of people. Is that acceptable for everybody? That's what it's I said. people, yeah, everybody? Yeah, I said that. Does people hit everybody or do I offend people with people? I mean, you are alienating our alien counterparts i don't care about them They're, they don't belong here by i mean like actual aliens not Jeez. anything else just, just to just to clarify because i've been i've been Damn, misquoted bro. already so just to Misquo clarify, he's, he's misquoting his fucking self dude he's misquoting like hey, hey that was not true i never said that it's like motherfucker you were the one arguing with you <laughs> extraterrestrials that's what I mean. He said aliens don't belong here. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Yeah. And we're shut down. Yeah. And episode two is a wrap. Uh, uh, season is a wrap. That's a serious yeah, finale yeah, right, right no. there. No, but uh, no, honestly, though, just get back to it. Um, we, we definitely need to get more, more following. Um, it's good. It's good in, in a state like Arizona where, where fans are, are either dedicated or extremely fair weather. We well, need to build up a, a stronger base, and the do. team the team has a ton of potential. I know I'm angry at them right now. I know we all are for watching them go from first, play, first place in the Pacific to 
on on the outside looking in on a playoff spot. We need to support this team regardless. So let's make it happen. Follow follow the right groups on ins or on 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 Twitter. Um, AZ Rabbits. You know, shout out by shout out to Aaron Cohen who who recognized real uh, Aaron Cohen Cohen the best CEO of hockey in hockey hands down. Hands down. Hope well, he's he, listening. He was, he's having the time of his life with this group right now. Oh, and he, I mean. Aaron Cohen is a salt of the earth guy. He 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 loves his team and he's a great CEO and uh, we're lucky to have him and, and and Alex Morello and. I mean, I just feel kind of honored that he did come into our booth and and, yeah. and uh, talk to us and and well, just take a picture. Shout, shouting you guys out from he the did. ice that he night. Did. That was. I mean, that's that's something that doesn't happen a lot. It's so. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's you know it's something worth worth considering there. So. You know, it's just one of those things where, <clears throat> I'm uh, one of those people that. I uh, get, I get, uh, I, I I get starstruck, and when I do, I try not to, like, sit there and be like, you know, like, like get into it. I, I try to stay away. Myself being starstruck. I try to stay away, dude. I met Frankie. Well, I, mean, I met I Frankie saw when you guys first met me. So. I know, I know, it was it was tough for y'all, but like, I, dude, appreciate, I appreciate you guys being so oh, humble. At this point, Who are Frankie you? Frankie is just a guy walking down the street. Here well, no, he he's just he, happy to get recognized. Dude, he's, Dude, he's having a rest you know after a stroke. Yeah, no. exactly. He's like, what the fuck? You after, know me? Well, he, he doesn't even know that he was in Malcolm in the Middle. He had a stroke. Hey, you guys, you know, do you guys hear about that? No, but you know what's cool about Frankie Muniz is how humble he is. Yes, he he's is super asking, humble. He's not asking for attention. He's not. Yeah. But the thing is, he also he had a stroke. Diehard Coyotes fan, by the way. He is. Dude, yeah. he's been to a couple Die. shows. I would love to talk to him one oh, day. Oh, I think we can get him on the pod for Frankie, sure. at us. At us, Frankie. Yeah. We'd love to have you But one of those things is that I told... Uh, I, I was sitting there, and uh, uh, Frankie Muniz actually had a stroke, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and he forgot, or he doesn't remember ever being on Malcolm in the Middle, so he doesn't Terrible. remember that part, and I think it's it's, it's great for him, because it, it kind it of like... such a bad show. No, dude, that's... What? <laughs> that brought us Walter White. That, you know, he was... Walter White, that was his whole Yo, dream. Mr. White! That was his whole dream. <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle was a dream that he invented for himself. Full disclosure, I've never seen the show. Malcolm in the Middle? All right. Yeah. <laughs> e- You're terrible. Easy You're to terrible. kick a horse, you know what I mean? But anyways, let's get back to hockey, guys. Yeah, let's, let's get, get back, back to, to, to the real talk here. All right, all right. Kenny, I got some questions sure, for you sure. because, yeah, yeah. as you know, I, uh, I've i always been a huge Arizona fan, and yeah. I've loved the Coyotes ever since they were the Phoenix Coyotes. Coyotes, I love that, you guys. That's so <laughs> awesome, by the way. Go on. Go on. <laughs> and... Uh, but I never really got into like getting all of the into the nooks and crannies of the rules and the way that games are played. Yeah. So let's I'm your guy. Do a little bit of little segment right here. You sure. know, excuse my ignorance. Okay, but I love I'm it. I'm gonna go ahead and ask. That's you a the couple segment of name. Excuse my ignorance. Yes, I love it. I love it. And uh, we're we're gonna get a sponsor for this segment sooner, and it's gonna be bigger than the show. This is gonna be my spinoff. All Just right. Just to let you guys know, I will leave you guys behind. Fucking selfish. Bummer. He doesn't know what he's missing. Well, no, dude. All right. Now, number one. Yo. Is the... Uh, I'll just start out with an easy one. Why wasn't Kemper in goal for this last game? Uh, simple. I mean, he's coming back from a, from an injury. He's our guy. We have to... We have we have to allow him to rest. I mean, if if you see the the injuries and if you follow the the string of games before them, um, Kemper was ridden hard. I mean, he was ridden like an old show horse. You know, giggity. it's it's what's that? Giggity, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Giggity goo. You know, yeah, he was ridden hard. And 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 same thing happened with Ranta or Ranta when when Kemper went down. 
Ronta was the man, you know, even though Aiden Hill can definitely hold his own. Shout out to Aiden Hill. He's on the cusp. He's coming up. Uh, love that guy. Uh, but it was the same situation. And then we, we were in the same situation that we were the prior two years. We Both of our goalies go down, and we have two AHL goalies coming to support the team during a – a dogfight for the playoffs. So um, the uh, the decision was smart by Tockett, I, I think. I think that, you know, Kemper's got to shake off some rust. Um, he we need, to, we need to try to conserve him, you know, for this run here because, you know, we don't, groin injuries are a serious thing. We were just talking about this. Yeah, so, okay, uh, from someone who's coming from a soccer background yeah. where the goalie is the one who – runs the least and if there's any position that you can play every every other day pretty much a full game it is the goalie so is that different in hockey uh i would say i would say goaltending is all right we we have a bad time with mic here all right we good now yeah. all right sorry guys i got a bum mic here but that's gonna be fixed by the next episode here um can you rephrase your question for me one more time? Yeah. Okay. So, um, playing playing soccer once a week is let's say normal for a player. Right. They can they have enough right. time to rest. But if there's a position who can play every like other day, like have yeah. one day of rest, it's the keeper. And and, it is the keeper okay. in soccer because he's quote unquote the one that runs the least. Even though their body can take punishment, it is less that from the other players so is it different in hockey 100 that where the keeper can play more than the rest of the players 100 because you guys and nothing against soccer keepers you guys are an animal and i i definitely i definitely have, have respect there but you got to think about the uh these guys are facing 100 mile per hour slap shots with galvanized rubber that's frozen uh they have to do the splits pretty much every other play uh, they're they're stretching their bodies beyond belief to to stop this puck, you know, and and goal goaltending in the NHL is probably one of the most psychological jobs as well, in my opinion, and that wears on you. Um, but on top of that, you have to be a freak of nature. You have to be extremely flexible, um, and and we play 82 games a year, and a, a goalie will play. 50% of those games typically um, some goalies do 60 to 70% and that's that's unreal but um, yeah it's 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 much different it, you know coming from sock background again I, I I don't have the the inside knowledge so if there are any keepers out there that are that are upset about this I'm not saying that you guys aren't animals and and warriors in your own way but uh, coming from hockey background, absolutely, it's 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 probably the toughest position to play. Yeah, because one of the first things when I first started getting like really deep into hockey is learning how many line changes there are. Because in soccer, you get three changes on the team, and yeah. the rest of the rest of the uh, eight players have to do the whole ninety minutes. Yeah. So to see players come on skate for a few minutes and had to come off and it was confusing to me like why is that yeah and it wasn't until i strapped on a pair of skates like oh yeah this is why <laughs> yeah and then you think about it it's a good point uh there are some players that'll play eight minutes a night right and they'll and they'll be the most sore they've ever been right it's typically a fourth liner goalies have to play 60 minutes a game yeah. and and it's uh it again it it wears on you and yeah, I, I just think that... Is it also hard to, uh, uh, adding to this kind of question, is that a lot of these keepers tend to be six feet, six plus, 
they're tall guys. Yeah. And they're playing. How tall is the goal from the ice to, to the, uh, the crossbar? It's, it's, I think it's I think it's five feet. I, I forget honestly as a as well, a hockey fan I should know that. But uh, but it, it but even so, being six four. How 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 tall is Kemper? He's like six three, six four, something mm-hmm. like that, right? Plus the ice, the ice skates. Yeah. And then you you have to get down into a position where you're like you crouched miss. down and you're bent over. Nets are six by four, by the way. Six by four. Yeah. So four six, or six, six? high, six high, four wide. Really? Mm-hmm. It's higher than it is longer. Are you sure way. about that? Yeah. Yep. It looks the other way around. Oh, my bad. My bad. Y- so, you guys are right. So it's four feet high. Yeah. Yeah. Four feet. Wait a minute. Hold on. This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense either <laughs> both ways, because six feet tall is, is my size. I don't know. We're going to get dummied for this online, but it's something that you just don't think you'll ever have to know. It's but, like a but my, my, whole, my whole thing, most goalies tend to be taller than, than, <laughs> taller than, than, than the goal box, oh, right? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And they have to crouch down, and they have to like kind of crouch over. I've, I've seen them right before uh, face-offs in, in, their, uh, in their side of the ice where they'll, they'll, start, they'll start tall, and then all of a sudden right before the, the face-off, they'll crouch down and get right into it's like position. a catcher, except for they don't get to sit on their – Calves. Exactly, and they'll crouch down, and then all of a sudden, you know, the play moves, and they're moving, dude. I, I don't know if you've ever seen these you guys have to stay warm That's on the true. ice. They're moving like they have to be rotating around that box, and, yeah. and, and 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 you know they have to be watching everything. Their head turns, you know, almost. No, no, no. yeah, that that I've experienced in in the winter. I know, like, okay, people from the east, are gonna, you don't know what winter is in Arizona. I'm like, sure, we don't know. <laughs> you don't know what don't a summer is. No, I'm sorry, we got awesome weather most of the year. Screw and then they talk guys. shit like that, when that's summer why you guys comes come around. To Arizona to escape your shitty winters. And stay out of the fucking left lane, please. If you're gonna come here, <laughs> stay out of the left lane. That's not a Lokes only thing. That's fucking the rules. Yes. So let's just let's just. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, go on. Let's go on. Like as a keeper playing in the winter here in Arizona, uh, sometimes there have been there have been times where you where you get the the ball, uh, thirty minutes. On the other side of the field, so you're there without really moving, and it's just you in the cold. So you gotta keep moving around. You gotta like jump and do something just to keep your body loose. Otherwise, you're just yeah. gonna be freezing there. And when the when the ball eventually comes back to you, it's like you you have to chisel yourself out of your stance. Yeah. To try to do that. So I imagine being there on top of ice, like literal ice, it'd yeah. be even worse. Yeah, that's why a lot of people they they don't give hockey the respect that it deserves. If you think about it. It's uh, one of the most physical sports on top of that. And, and, well, to start with, let's just say. And then it's played on ice, on razor blades, at 30 miles per hour, let's just say that. So, um, and it's the only sport besides fighting that fighting's cool. So it's <laughs> or allowed. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, anybody that anybody that's not a fan of hockey, give it a shot. Go to a game. And I'm sure that we're talking to the wrong audience because you're obviously listening to the podcast. But tell your friends. We need more fans. <laughs> well, that that it's a perfect segue into my next question, and that is when there is a hockey fight going on. Yeah. I'm noticing there's no penalty for like the actual act. Of fighting? Yeah, there is. It's five minutes for fighting. 
But there's well, no. I, well, I, I guess I what he's saying that. is that I, like, I've, I've no seen, players get taken out. It's like they fight. Both uh, players I'm get not taken understanding out. What you guys so, so like for example, if you do like a high sticking or slashing or uh, tripping or something, that player gets taken out and it becomes a four on five. When you fight, oh, it's uh, they yeah. both get taken out. But there's no there's there's penalties for them. Yeah. But the team still plays five on yeah, five. Yeah, no, and that's that's something that it's it's one of the the outlier situations. Fighting has always been, hey, we're gonna just remove these guys, put them in uh, in, in timeout for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, we don't want we imagine four on four. Training. Yeah, ma- imagine four on four for five, five minutes. minutes. That's I, it. It becomes almost gimmicky at that point. Um, it's one of those things that I what I love about hockey is it's one of the most traditional sports. Not a lot has changed from the 30s uh obviously new de- new technology new equipment etc et but uh, protection yeah exa- exactly <laughs> it's goalie protection yeah it's it's uh you know if it's one of those things if it ain't broke don't fix it but yeah there's absolutely a it's a five minute major for fighting that's that is an actual penalty for it well, okay but it's just on the players but it's just them on the bench yeah 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 the they, they just get removed from yeah oh, okay. yeah yeah so if that's the case, why don't why doesn't every team have a guy on the fourth line just pick a fights with somebody? Well, you know, in in if you if you're new to hockey, that is a, that's a legit question. But in the early two 2000s, even 80s and 90s, there were legit people that were drafted. Imagine waste or not wasting. That's a poor term. But imagine using a third round draft pick on someone that can beat somebody's ass and that's it. Can't put the puck anywhere near the net, but can can cause havoc for the other team. That was the NHL. It's like, hey, I know that you've got bricks for hands, but it, so we're not going to expect you to score any goals. If you do, we're going to you know pop bottles around your your stall in the locker room. But <laughs> your your job here is to fuck people up, and that's and really it's it's been phased out. And a lot of a lot of traditional traditionalist let's say that slower uh, uh in hockey uh they, they have they have a hard time they have a hard time with hockey or fighting being phased out of hockey uh i i'm kind of neutral on it. i love fighting it makes us unique it it's it's something that you know that your your more vulnerable players are not going to have liberties taken at them um but at the same time they, there are there are names in hockey if you if you ever want to look up like Derek Bugard or or Rick Rippin um, these are these are these are athletes that are true hockey players that that their their lives were destroyed by fighting and the expectations on them imagine your 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 family being in the stands like your wife your kids and they know that you're only on the ice for one reason. It's not because you're a, a, an exceptional hockey player. Of course, you're good enough to get in the show. But it's not because you're an exceptional hockey player. It's because you are going to fight. And imagine that pressure being that, that player on the ice knowing that, like, hey, my, there's a chance that I get dummied. There's a chance that I get knocked out in front of my, my three-year-old daughter. There's a chance that my, my kids and my wife are going to see the, the hero of the household just get pummeled by somebody else. That, that, that played a physical toll on a lot of people, and unfortunately there have been multiple NHL enforcers who have taken their own life. Now, do you think... Now, does that, does that go into like the whole CTE thing? Oh, of course. CTE yeah. is a real thing. I mean, oh, anybody that's yeah. familiar with Aaron Hernandez, I'm sure that everybody oh, knows yeah. that story. I mean, yeah. 
um, he, he, he suffered CTE. Oh, and there, there were uh, multiple, countless other players who, like, unfortunately, it's taken this long to realize. Hold on. Give me one second. Excuse my ignorance, since this is the, of se- course, the segment. This is the segment. What does CT mean? It's I, uh, it's concussion. So let me let it, me look. It, it's it's pretty. There's there's the actual term that CT stands for. Pretty much is brain damage. Chronic traumatic. Ooh, this is gonna be a tough one. And ooh, we're just gonna say chronic traumatic, and then we're gonna say a long e word after that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure what it means, but it's pretty much what it is is that constant trauma to the head. So it's yeah. like football players okay. like, that constantly take hits to the head. What that movie concussion was about? That is exactly oh, what that's yeah. about. That's what I was getting at right there. Is that that movie did a fantastic job? Okay. For those of you who have not seen it, Will Smith stars in it, and um, all right, so surprise, it just, surprise. It just <laughs> brings to light this issue of constant hits to the head that leads to permanent brain damage and if you see and the the problem is that you can only steady and see this disease after the person has died because you have to look yeah you have to die yeah yep exactly you have to steady their brain so it's impossible to do that while the person is still alive so this it grows across the board not just hockey not just football like wrestlers like the 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 most the most famous day-to-day people too yeah being uh chris benoit who, whose mm-hmm. name cannot be mentioned around WWE, even though he's one of the greatest to ever perform. But because of what he did, caused by this disease, and he is just un- unmen- uh, unmentionable in that building. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that hopefully history will learn to forgive him, not for his actions, but what caused the actions, which is that he literally could not control himself. It's just he lost control of his brain. Well, if you think about it, his his finishing move was a flying headbutt. He'd fly off From the top. From the top rope onto another man's cranium. And with his cranium. Yeah. So I'm, it, not, it, a big, I'm not a big WWE guy, but you guys are... Well, it's Kinda just one of those right things. On the head. It's yeah, <laughs> no pun oh, intended. Oh shit! <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> but anyways, um, it's just one of those things that uh, I, I guess it's it's a big issue. But uh, continue with what you were saying before that. If no, I mean I, it's probably uh, we we can move on to the next question. But essentially, you know, fighting fighting. Uh, I don't ever want it to go away, but I'm happy with where it's at right now. It's good yeah, every yeah. once in a while. I don't like the staged bullshit where people will. You know, it's, it's, you know, walk up to another player and say, let's let's fight just for just, the fuck just, of it. Just to say that yeah. there's a fight this game. It, it's nice to see, you know, uh, a fight maybe. From like Sidney Crosby and two, like I, I would say maybe one a month would be okay. Well, the, the, and, they've and actually you know shown what? statistics and, on that, that, that fighting has actually gone down oh, from the early, significant, the early 2000s significantly. To, to the late 2000s where yeah, they used to be one, in the one early every, 2000s, yeah. They I, used to be like one every other, like every that, other game. Or every, every every game, game that I went to, there was there was, there was a, fight. a fight to yeah. like it being now that there's maybe one every four it games. like get you so excited. It was like, You're like, oh my God, it's happening. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's Which, good. I, I, I when don't... it happens and the way that it's happening, yeah, why yep. not? Let's I was just... lucky enough to see a goalie fight and a goalie goal. So, like, I'm I'm at the pinnacle. Wait, uh, goalie fight as in goalie on goalie? Or oh, goalie yeah, it play? happens, dude. Yeah, it happens. And then a goalie goal. Goalie goal. A goalie goal. That's no, even more I insane. Goal. Like, I've scored a goalie goal. I've scored two. Yeah, but it's not the same but it's, as it's, in soccer. In, as in, in hockey, hockey, it's so much different. But anyway. And uh, let me just get it. Was it your favorite person? Was this favorite person called Mike Smith? Yeah, we'll, we'll go on and move on to the next <laughs> right, subject there. Next question that I had right here is uh, something that I, I noticed this uh, last couple of games, actually, while I was there in the arena. 
is obviously sticks break during the game, and you have to uh, get a replacement. Or and until you do, you, like you're skating without a stick, you're trying to defend your goal the way, whatever way you can. But one thing I notice is that like players, I don't know if the stick gets like cracked or something, but like the player will ditch the stick. Like I've seen him just drop the stick. It's a rule. And. It's a rule. Oh, it's a rule. Yeah, so uh, a, a broken stick, uh, they're made out, of, made out of carbon fiber. Uh, so a broken stick in the NHL is actually pretty lethal. If you play with a broken stick, you could potentially uh, really hurt somebody. Oh, really? So, yeah, so they have to abandon it right away. If you don't, it's a penalty. Okay, so oh, it's, that, that was what I yeah. was like. I kind of figured something like that because I saw like uh, – I've seen players like break their stick. Like, you could see it's like snapped right off. And then yeah, they drop it, and then they move on to try to just yeah play their position. But you can drop your stick and go pick it up, but you can't. You, yeah, if you if it's broken, you have to drop no, it. it. Oh, that's what I seen. Cause like I seen they like look at it and just ditch it, and then just yeah keep going. All right, so that's a good question. All right, so you're saying that that is a penalty if they play with the stick. Yeah, is it a major or a minor? Uh, it's a minor, uh, and another rule that was just recently introduced. I think this year is when it came. If you if your lid gets knocked off or your helmet, sorry, uh, you have to you have to go to the bench. Really? Yeah. Uh, you used to be able to go and pick it up. Uh, you have to go to the bench. You were even able to lot to play without it for a little bit, right? Yep. Yeah. Players used to play without a helmet. It's insane. But and goalies that, used to play without a helmet, which is even more insane. CTE. Yeah. We're so, changing the game. Yeah. So now, if your helmet falls off, you have to get off the ice. You have to. You have to get off. The Even ice. if you do, like, say it's like right next, and you you still have to get off. You have to right, go. I think that's the same thing in like college football, right? Like, if you lose a helmet, you have to come. Off. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. In, in, in NFL, I think you can pick it up and keep going. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, because the NFL's. I I don't know. I I, I can't speak confidently on it. Thing. But but imagine leaning down to pick pick up your helmet and all of a sudden you get uh, a slap shot or somebody clearing the Ooh. puck as you're ow yeah uh, damn so especially so it's, it's, it's safe I love Gary Bettman uh, honestly guys um, the NHL has probably the best commissioner in sports in my I opinion I believe it I believe it Fuck, fucking I FIFA has good commissioners yeah, dude, yeah exactly fucking FIFA dude <laughs> yeah, terrible exactly fucking and FIFA, a lot dude. of people hate Gary Bettman for lockouts and oh, for dude. and for uh, bringing teams to Arizona and <laughs> Las Vegas and and Seattle 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 bitch pigeons so actually you know what I, let, let, let's <laughs> Kenny <laughs> yeah. Actually, Danny, let's end this segment here because I want to ask a question. All right, please. Did you have one more though? I thought he had one Did more. Did you have another question? No, no, that was those were my main questions okay. that I had. Gotcha. So yeah. since we're gonna get into this, Seattle is getting a team. Yep. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. And what was it? The bitch pigeons. The Kraken. Seattle the Seattle bitch pigeons. <laughs> bitch pigeons. I thought there was yeah. a Kraken. No, it's the bitch pigeon. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, there's like a heavy rumor. Uh in from my source, it's not confirmed. No, it, oh, okay. It, it, it's yeah. just something that started tr- uh, trending, and as the, the as as it tr- as started trending more and more, like it got more, people started to get, what if like should so, we just do? It? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Can you imagine? I don't, I don't think it passed the board. I don't think um, either, but but, but th- that's not my question because okay. we know Seattle's coming. Yeah. We, know, we know it's coming. Whatever the name is, you know, bitch pigeons. They really wanted the Metropolitans, but we have a division called the Metropolitan Division. So, which yeah, okay. So, but my thing is, what happens to the Coyotes when they come? Yeah, uh, it's a great question because we will no longer be in the Pacific Division, which is odd because Arizona has always been 
in the, the Pacific, Pacific Division yeah. in yeah. every sport. Every sport, it's Pacific. It's yeah. Pacific in baseball and yeah. basketball. Well, baseball is different. They play. Well, in think the, about it. I, I the, mean, there are what three teams in California. We're gonna three? have yeah three teams in California: San Jose, San Jose LA, Angeles. and Anaheim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we're going to have uh, obviously Seattle, um, Vegas, who Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah, Ed- Edmonton and Calgary. Um, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it sucks because we're moving to a difficult. It, it's so it's so hard to predict that though because uh, if you would have asked us five years ago, the Pacific Division, you'd want to get out of it. You've got the Anaheim Ducks, the L.A. Kings. The L.A. Kings were. The, Almost a borderline. What do you call it? Uh, not franchise. You know, I mean, like they were, they were, they were amazing. You know, they mm-hmm. won two Stanley Cups in in three years, and they were just a dominant team. Now we're looking at them circling the drain. You know, like so we never know what's going to happen when we move into the Central, and we've got teams like Dallas and Winnipeg and and, and Minnesota and all that. And I mean, it, it, the ebbs and flows are so different. Who knows? It might be worse for us. I know it's definitely not easier on travel. Yeah, that's that's terrible. one thing that yeah, our our, our owners piss about. Further, further. Every out. time, yeah. So interdivision games, we have to we have to travel farther, and I know that Alex Morello uh, is not happy with that. That was one of the things that he he voiced in his quote unquote terms and conditions. Uh, well, it's rumored. I don't want to say 100%, but it was rumored that he was he was not happy with the move to the Central Division. Well, I wouldn't either. I mean, but it's like inevitable. It's, I mean, it's one of those to. things. And, and the it thing makes is, the most sense. It's better than us moving out of Arizona completely. Yeah. Yes. Um, in the Central Division, I mean, it just it becomes a little bit more difficult. But I think it also will then make the team have to work harder, play harder. Yeah. Become a better team overall. And what? And you know, to your point, I think that's a great point because we talked about it earlier. They play to their uh, to their competition. Uh, we lost to the Anaheim Ducks. We lost to the Kings. We've lost to the Minnesota Wild three times. Uh, <laughs> Fucking. We wild. beat the dick off of the Tampa, best team. You know, yeah. and it's like in well, the second best team. Uh, Boston was was a little Fuck ahead of Boston. them. So. Don't don't talk to me about Boston. Any no, Boston. His game. girlfriend is a mad Boston fan. Um, Tom Brady's was, not going to be on the Patriots, by the way. Uh, it's it's almost confirmed. confirmed. No, almost confirmed. They actually confirmed it backwards. They, he might be staying. No, he's he's regardless. He's regardless. Regardless. Let's let's not talk about Tom Brady. Like that man needs any more of a dick rub. <laughs> But like anyways, we Boston, and, and they, we beat the shit out of the yeah, fucking we, exactly. Lightning. And then all of a sudden, we lose to fucking the Panthers. Yeah, exactly. But <clears throat> to kind of go off of what you're saying, a move to the Central might be better because we're going to be playing, as of right now, currently, each team in, in the Central, aside from maybe one, have a solid young core that they can they can base their – future on and it's going to be a tough tough division to play in but to your point i think that's i think that's good for us i think adversity is good i think that you in the pacific right now in the western conference it's insane 
the East, there's disparity between points. The Western Conference, you can be in the playoffs one night and then out of the playoffs the next. Which yeah, is, we, we talked about that last week where you could be in first place oh, and then just drop down yeah, to fifth yeah. in one week. And the Western Conference, I feel like it's going to be like that for a while, but I, I feel like the Central Division is going to be a good move. I don't think it's going to be good for the players. I think it's going to be an adjustment period. I think our first year there is going to be a little rough. Um, but, I mean, I, 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 I'm not against it. Okay. It's better than the alternative. You know what? It is better than the alternative. <laughs> it's happening, right? I mean, like, I mean, it's better than, like you said, it's better than the you alternative. You get fucked now or fucked later. You're getting fucked. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I just feel like if we're going to get fucked this way, we might as well move the fucking stadium back to the, yeah. this. Take this. me out to dinner first. <laughs> Give me some terms and conditions. Yeah. Move the fucking stadium. Let I me see the T's and C's and you'll see the D. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we honestly we do need to move the stadium to like at Mesa, arena Tempe the arena. I'm sorry, I'm so I'm it's with right. soccer. That's all right. Sticks um, and kicks. That's what we're here for. Well, I mean, I guess that'd be a good transition. Yeah. Let's jump all into right, it. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and take our final break and then come back with the Phoenix Rising, Kenny. Real quick though, yeah, real ahead. quick because we're gonna. I wanted to touch on two things. Sure. I want to touch on Taylor Hall. Don't touch on me, but you know. All right. Uh, and that's kind I of want to touch Taylor Hall, right? He's a he's a little bit of a man rocket. Uh, <laughs> I want to touch on Taylor, Taylor Hall, <laughs> and then I want to touch on a rumor. Oh, uh, that's right. Inside we, information. There you oh, go. That's well, why you're here. Well, this this well, is his segment yeah, right here. Right, right, that is so, why you got hired. This, well, this is his segment it, right here. Insider. Inside. Inside. Kenny well, here's the thing. It oh. would have been more inside information had it not been confirmed recently. Uh, but last week, it would have been inside information for y'all. So. Well, you weren't uh, here last I week. I know I wasn't, <laughs> but I knew about it, and I did. I did. I need to put my kid to sleep. I did text Lucio, but so we'll talk about the inside information. It was, it has now been confirmed. It was a rumor I heard last week, but it has now been confirmed that uh, the Coyotes made an offer for Vincent Trocheck, uh, who was at the time on on the Florida Panthers. Uh, Vincent Trocheck is a young center. He, I believe, he, I think he's. He's 26, so uh, his his career numbers have been good. He's a center. It's the, it's a uh, a position that the Coyotes definitely need more help in. Um, his numbers are awesome. I mean, uh, you know, in 2017, 2018, he was he's a 25, 75 point, uh, 31 uh, goals scorer. I mean, he's 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 really actually a pretty consistent player he had a bad year this year what does he play again he's a center Center. he's a center and he's young and and again we we need we need young players that we can build around um he's a right hand shot which is rare in the nhl so it's it's always great to have so uh we did make an offer on it um carolina ended up beating our offer um, and he's now on the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, hoping to make a push for the Stanley Cup. That's a that's a that's a strong team. Um, so it, we it's interesting to me though that go ahead. We didn't. Get, I'm think we, we talked about somebody, but anyways, continue. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll circle back to him. Uh, Vincent Trocheck uh, would have been a good grab. Obviously, I think it would have been amazing for our center depth. I don't think we have enough ammo in the arsenal right right now to make an offer. Uh, we kind of blew our load with. Taylor Hall a little bit, which I'll get to next. Um, so, you know, we, we were easily beat, I'm assuming, but it's interesting to see that we are, uh, that John Chaika has identified that center is a, is a position of need. Not just that. Uh, he also identified that defense is the thing because yeah, last and week I'll, and he I'll did have. To, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I'm, I'm about to get to that. 
but yeah, no, it, it, it's 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 refreshing to hear that because we cannot roll with what we've got right now. We've got solid centers, and we've got Barrett Hayton coming up, and who looks outstanding, by the way. He had a great game great last game night. Great game last night, absolutely. Um, but you need more. You need more depth. You need to uh, win now center. I mean, and, and this would have been this would have been a win now center, and. I, it's unfortunate we didn't get him. It, he would have done wonders for our, for our push right now. But I think one of our other pushes to too would be having the, uh, that guy that we're, we're about to talk about now, uh, that Zach Bogosian. Uh, Zach Bogosian. Yeah. Bogosian. Sorry, Bogosian. I, I didn't Sorry. know how to pronounce his name. So but. he was an awful player at five million. He is a great get for Tampa Bay, who got him for a little over a million. Um, he's a right-hand shot defenseman. I believe he's twenty-nine years old, twenty-eight years old, yeah. maybe. Um, he was drafted pretty high. I think he was uh, he was a top ten pick back in '07. I think maybe. But we were rumored to um, have a run at him. Yeah, we were interested in him, um, and we should have because our team is a little soft right now, and he provides some muscles. Some meat. He is uh, kind of injured often, um, but he is some someone that could have really solidified uh but an extra warm body right now obviously we got jacob chick right now we had jason demers who just came back last night he did he did he did pretty well yeah and but we don't have that toughness on the team lawson kraus is probably our toughest player on the team labushkin Um, plays a second labushkin is awesome um anybody that that's hearing this lock him up he's a great player he's an awesome person to have on the team he's not going to be flashy he's not going to score a lot of goals i don't think he's scored any goals so far in his career but he is a right shot defenseman again rare i keep saying that it's not like a broken record but it's rare uh he's physical he is eager to play he makes smart decisions he is still young and he's still adjusting to the north american game which he's gonna be prone to mistakes um but he's an awesome player but uh, Kraus and Labushkin are pretty much our only uh, meat and potato type players on this team, and it's that's not going to get you anywhere. So, uh, Bogosian would have been a good get, but obviously he got offered by Tampa, and who's not going to jump on the Tampa train right now? That's they probably are. They're, I would say Boston, Washington, and Tampa are the are the three teams that are pegged to win the cup. I don't think there's one Western team. That you can say has a and the thing legit is, the shot. The Coyotes have such luck that they play good games against those teams, and then yeah. they drop points against teams they should just completely. Annihilate. Of course, of course. Well, our, our final stretch of game is going to be a real, real test because we've got we're playing against a lot of interdivision teams. Um, as we're as game, we're recording, Calgary just won, um, so that 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 hurts us. Um, our next game is against the Canucks. Yeah, Canucks, and then, then after Calgary. that, I think it's Calgary, and then Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And, um, the Canucks again. Yeah, and then we got, I think, a couple Eastern games like New York or something along those New lines. New York, Dallas, and then we come back to the Golden Knights. Golden Knights. Yeah, the, uh, the, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough stretch of games. Uh, Coyotes really have to pull something out of the uh, hat, but if not, I mean, I'm, Los Angeles and it's, the it's, end of March. I mean, we're we're facing like you said a big. A lot of these, a lot of our last games are against daunting teams. Um, division yeah. teams like we're we're facing, and then we don't have as many games as the rest of the teams. Oh, no, the, I think the least amount of games. Everybody has, left. yeah, everybody has games in hands on us. So, and that that's one thing that we'll probably get into next next time, just for time concern, is our uh, the Coyotes' schedule has probably been the worst schedule ever handed to a team in a long time. So many back to backs, um, just unreal. But here's the thing, though, if 
like uh, we're, we're talking about, again in the world of ifs and buts, but if they would have taken care of business against the teams they should have beat, oh yeah, right now we could be talking about we'd be like, sitting pretty leaps and bounds like ahead, like completely qualified, like we know we're heading to the playoffs and yeah. whatnot, like we know that what what kind of a timetable we can take to rest players or whatever. Yeah. But because they didn't do that against teams they should have, right now they got this like they, what fifteen games left. To, to prove yeah, themselves around there yeah and uh so they back themselves into the corner they can still fight out of it but they put themselves in this in the, let's not blame the scheduling people oh no like, I, like and you can't they they put themselves in the situation now it's up to them to fight their way out yeah and you're absolutely right you can't you can't blame anything you have to take what you're given a lot of teams do um injuries happen bad schedules happen travel happens but regardless we should have performed against the the LAs and the Anaheims, and we didn't, um, and that's that's come back to haunt us. So and then just real quick, I know because we got to go to break here. Um, real quick on the Taylor Hall situation, uh, I can pretty much confirm if there's no playoffs, he's gone. So if if we no do surprise, not, yeah. We, yeah, I know that, but if there's no playoffs, he's gone. Yeah, definitely. and um, we still have a. It's not foregone conclusion if we do make the playoffs, he stays. Um, we have to we have to make we have to make it there and and make a pretty good run well yeah lucio said last week we not only have to make but we got to make it past this first round we got to make at least and i want to give new jersey our 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 next year's first round draft pick because that's the condition that's the condition we have to win a playoff round or he's resigns here um and then, it, or no, I'm sorry. And if he resigns here, then we give up a first. If we win a playoff round, it's a second. So, um, I, I, let's give it to him. Let's yeah, let's that, do it. Let's lock him up, yeah. and you know we'll throw a stupid amount of money. We're the only team that can offer him eight years. Uh, Alex Morello is extremely motivated to get him to stay. They just had uh, dinner in Montreal. Um, John Chaika and well, not Taylor Hall, but John Chaika and Taylor Hall's agent, who's a known known negotiator he's pretty tough to negotiate with uh but he he said that he had a a, a good a good dinner with john chica and alex morello and um they talked about that taylor hall does like arizona a lot he likes I'm so it so glad he, he he likes arizona a lot but dogs, man. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you have to win and he he's at a point in his career where he wants to win he was on edmonton for a long time edmonton couldn't win anything he went to new jersey got into the playoffs didn't make it past the round he wants to win a Stanley Cup, rightfully so. He, he's going to have he his... He deserves it, and he yeah. can do it. He yeah. Can, he can be a the league MVP. Piece. Yeah, he's a league MVP. Yeah. And he is... Uh, he is going to have his first chance in the first time of his career to to choose where he wants to go. Um, yeah, it's and be tough to beat. Yeah, and he, he'll... Probably easily turn down an eight-year more more expensive contract from the Coyotes if he if he can t- sign a seven-year contract, little with little bit Tampa, more money or a little bit Boston. less money for a team like yeah like he can go in the East and 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 join them and win a Stanley Cup. So uh, if they don't get their shit together, then he's he's probably gone, and that sucks because you you've 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 sent your 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 first round draft pick a good prospect and not a great prospect but a good prospect um so it's 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 ride or die time for the coyotes all right let's see what, what we can do closing out uh this season and uh coming up this week 
Well, yes, we are going to go to break right now. And uh, just a reminder to everyone that this episode is brought to you guys by Maya's New York Pizza Bar in Mesa, Arizona. Mwah. There Great at, pizza. <laughs> at uh, Mesa Drive and Brown Road in Mesa, Arizona. And yes, I got through that without Lucio interrupting me this time. Last time he was throwing shit at me while I was trying to get this off. You didn't that. remember. It's because I wasn't there. <laughs> but yeah. Tell him, tell him Sticks and Kicks sent you. Yes, uh, Maya's Bar and Grill. Shout out to Moose out there who Moose he, he holds it down right there. Moose Best got me loose. Happy hour in the state right there. Who else is gonna give you a giant tall boy for under four dollars? I'll tell you what, Moose, if you're listening, Moose is that type of guy that he'll look at you. He likes you. He talks to you. He'll look at you, and you know what, man? I got you. And he get you something. Moose got you loose. Moose got you loose. Going on patrol. So Moose is that guy you want to talk to. Is that copyright. If you ever end up being <laughs> at Maya's uh, Pizza Girl, hey, Pizza hey, Girl. Not to get too much into politics here, but last election that we got round after round for free because there was a lot of uh, emotions running high that night. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> and with that note, we're gonna go ahead and get to break, and we will be back with the final part of Sticks and Kicks. The kicks part. What'd you say? With that, we are back right here on Sticks and Kicks. For those of you wondering, that is 100% the AZ Rabbits loud and in full force there at Gila River Arena last night, making the presence known. You know what? Getting the audience involved, getting all the people involved, and boy, did they do that last night. Absolutely. Coming out of the stadium. People that never even heard of what a supporters group was, they were going crazy for it. People asking what was going on. Why are these people chanting? I don't know, but you know what? I absolutely love it. And a big crowd uh, uh, just got together outside around the AZ Rabbits who once again made their presence known and they will continue to do that for the rest of the season. Among those was... Our very own Lucio, who, as you could hear, who? very clearly on the, on that uh, on that chant, one of the leaders of the group, one of the leaders of the chants, uh, get in there with all of his energy. Something that was brought to us starting from the Phoenix Rising, yeah. and I think that's a perfect segue for us to start talking about what this team is going to start to do this year. The kick, the kicks part of kicks uh, sticks and kicks here, episode number two. And now, the Phoenix Rising. 
we had two games this uh, this week, uh, two closed door games, not televised, not open to media, not open to <laughs> the public. It's just strictly for preparation of the team, where the coach has to make the final decisions on who stays, who goes, who's going to be starters coming up this week for the season opener uh, this next Saturday coming up. So. Without further ado, Lucio, can Lucio. you give us the scores for this week? What happened with the Phoenix Rising? I would like to start off by saying, uh, fuck New Mexico. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <And> all <laughs> their shit. All right. Um, hey, but we said it last, we said it last, uh, uh, we said it last week. I would not want Phoenix Rising to beat New Mexico this week. Uh, only because since they have never been able to beat them before, mm-hmm. then why do that on a uh, preseason game? If we're going to beat New Mexico, I want it to be with thousands of people watching the game and not just with the preseason closed cameras. Door, yeah, it's like, one of those things that uh, closed doors don't mean much, um, at least in the sense of because it's still kind of preseason, so it's just kind of games that are meant to be. It was a 1-0 game, yeah. Uh, it was a one-all game, uh, but it was one of those things. That, like I said, it's it, it, it. They don't really matter because it's just training. Is bringing in new guys, uh, guys that are are trying to show themselves, prove themselves to the coach, and try to show them what's going on. And um, I think that's it's the trial period. Yeah, that's the thing about these kind of closed door games. Um, like I said, fuck New Mexico because fuck New Mexico. <laughs> they're my, they're one of my least favorite teams. Fuck them, and they're thirteen thousand people. Yeah, they're, they're fake ass thirteen thousand people at that because you know when we were there, that did not look like thirteen thousand people. It looked like we had you know, you know, a hundred people, and they had like a hundred and fifty people. So I just don't, I don't get how Rising is not an MLS team. I just well don't. that I mean, that's, that, that's look it just we'll just, get into that. that we'll get in, there's a big thing for me yeah, for that, I, but anyways. I'm, I'm, more the fight. scores for the New Mexico Phoenix Rising game, we did lose that game, unfortunately. And it's a big unfortunate because, like I said, fuck New Mexico since the beginning. Because and <laughs> nobody likes to see a goose egg. It's a big unfortunate if you have been preaching these, this whole time that the preseason doesn't matter. It doesn't because matter. Because it's one of those things. It's unfortunate because we did lose to a team who thinks because they came into the league last year. And they come in, and because we technically haven't beat them. No, it's not technically. We haven't. Well, we techni- no, <laughs> but there's no technicality. But they knocked us out of the cup. Yeah. They beat us once in the. In, they didn't in beat us. In, no, and they didn't they beat. They we didn't. They didn't beat us. Didn't they beat us? In no, the we tied both games. Both games. Both right, games. They knocked us out the of the first cup. game that we played was like the second game of the mat of the year, and we tied three to three, and then we played them again. In New Mexico, where we came back and tied the game two to two, where we ended up solidifying our Supporters Shield Cup, meaning that we were the best team in the league, both Eastern and Western. That run that we went on. That run was amazing. Beer night, baby. Beer night, baby. We're gonna restart that because it started again. But rising, I love you. We did lose one to zero in a game where nobody likes to see a goose egg. The thing that pissed me off, though, the thing that pissed me off. Was that it was a closed game, but yet, but yet the fucking filthiness of New Mexico decided to take the leader of the fucking Unidos or whatever the fuck they're called over there in New Mexico, their supporters group, took one, their leader guy, to give play-by-play 
so that the that the fucking Unidos or whatever who I don't know what the fuck they're called over there. They the supporters group for the over there. Curse? The curse. There you go. That uh, How do you get that? Well, I, no, I don't know Spanish, so Unidos sounded good to me. So the curse they they sent the, they sent their the the team took their top their their lead guy to give play by play. So the the curse had play by play saying, "Oh, look what we got. Look, oh, we did this, we did that." Yeah, so it's preseason. It is preseason, so fuck them. That's what I'm saying. Fuck New Mexico and, and all their fucking, oh, we had 13,000. Like, bitch, there's nothing to do in New Mexico. There's nothing to do there. Have you not seen Breaking Bad? There's a bunch of meth to do in Mexico. Yeah, there is a bunch of meth. That's probably why they're fucking yeah. there, fucking chanting. They're just like, let's go. Gator with me, bitch. Jesse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mr. White. I was like, yes, let's, go, let's go to this game, bitch. Yeah. You know, but anyways. Speaking to the mic, bitch. They beat us 1-0. to zero, Yeah. And they're still trash. Yeah. And then we ended up playing El Paso, which is a team I do respect. The eighth notch respect. has treated us. They treated us well when we were in New Me- when we were in El Paso. That was really cool though. The the uh, team fan page shot you guys out for that. That was yeah. really cool. There. El Paso Not fan page, official page. El Paso is a great, great place. The eighth notch, shout out to the eighth notch. Fantastic group of guys. They took us in when we were there last time. That was a tie game though, yeah. Three three. We did tie three to three. And that was that was a thing. We did come back and and we ended up tying. Uh but the thing is it just kind of shows the 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 togetherness of these new guys and how they can come back from from a, a deficit. Yeah. Um, I, I'm looking forward to this to to this group because when we did play against the MLS teams, we did uh, end up coming up at a at a one and two, so we we lost to one and one two, and um, which is great, meaning we beat two MLS teams, and it ended not up, huh? not not a big deal, by the way. <laughs> you know, not a huge deal. Not a huge deal. Not a huge deal. Just like Lucio. Sarcastically Dude, speaking. I'm a fucking huge deal, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. Having me on this podcast and Kenny, I guess you too. I mean, you have this fucking, like, what is this? Arizona Deportiva. He's a quarterback, baby. He's a quarterback. He's Eli Manning as a quarterback, Ooh. but whatever. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Two, two, times two rings. Yeah, two rings. Not a big deal. <laughs> Not a huge deal, but, you know. Stop the GOAT twice. We got we got to shout right. out Paul Bissonette on that one, my boy Paul Bissonette. But I'm looking forward to the season because as the watch se- endorsement, as the season starts, <laughs> as better the, hair than Lucio? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> better hair than Kenny? Hey, that's a low blow. Yeah, it is. I I expect a retaliation. Oh, he's you're gonna get one. So. <laughs> So going into the season, we're going in strong. We're going in, in as a well-oiled machine in yeah. the sense. Um, our starters, some of our starters have played together for uh, at least two years. Oh, we, we got a core. That's, we got, that's we do got a core. We got, core. we got a hard, stone-cold kind of thing. I mean, our defense is looking strong with Wheeling, Corey, and uh, yeah. Staten, and uh, what is that one young, uh, young gentleman's name? I love gentlemen. I, you know that. what? It's, I, I wanted to say it, but I just don't remember his name. Darnell King? Darnell. Darnell. But anyways. You are a gentleman, apparently. We love you. So, strong defensive core with Lubin, no, of course, I, at, I, holding I the realm. I absolutely love Darnell King. And, uh, he was the, a great asset. The, 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 way that, the way that he played uh, the same... As Dumbuy on that on that absolutely. side, Go, going up on the attack, sending Absolutely. him some good crosses, 
And uh, over the weekend, I don't know if you saw it, but at Atlanta United, they, they played a good game. Adam John, former former uh, Phoenix Rising player, got some good minutes in, but was was not getting, I guess, the crosses that he was used to. And there was even talk, a lot of talk on Twitter that he was getting better passes and better crosses from his Phoenix Rising players. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Then what he's got right now. I'm going to bring it in here. And I know you hate me bringing this up because you obviously hate the fact that in the Prem, Liverpool's going to win. But in the fact, Liverpool has... Can we get one show without bringing up Liverpool? We will never get past the show without Liverpool. Oh, my goodness. What about Man City, though? (laughs) Oh, dude, don't... Suspended. Dude, they're 22 points behind. They're not even catching up. They're not close. Anyways. Liverpool do this weekend. So... In uh, Liverpool, you have the two wing backs. You have, is you that, know, is that Robo, still going on? <laughs> and you have you have uh, Alexander Arnold, and they're going to Dude, can you stop and let me <laughs> no, finish? No, this? answer the question. That you can we do lost, but it doesn't matter if we lost. We're still on top. We're twenty two points ahead of anybody in the league. No one's coming close. We would have to lose every single game, and you and Man City would have to win every game to get close enough to to beat us. Anyways. Besides the point, what I'm trying to reference is that the two wingbacks in Liverpool are like the wingbacks we had last year where they would run up and cross inside where Adam John was getting a lot of his, his headers, was getting a lot of his open looks and stuff like that. Uh, not, not throwing any shade at Atlanta United, uh, but he, oh, you know. Shade. No, no shade. Okay, maybe a little shade. Fuck Atlanta. <laughs> wow. Hot Atlanta, hot Atlanta. Look at you. Yeah. It's a hot take, hot take. I don't like Atlanta. You don't like? It, I don't it, care if Adam John went over there. I don't like Atlanta. Do you like the Hawks? No, I don't like. What? What, what part of you would have been? It's another bird. <laughs> what about the Falcons? It's another bird in the NFL. Do you think I'm gonna like another bird? That's in. The, that's first of all the NBA. That's the NBA. Yeah, but Atlanta Falcons is what you're thinking Falcons. of. Oh yeah, that is. There's yeah. still birds. And you're a basketball hey, you know fan. Hey, that shit won't fly here. That <laughs> you shit won't. Uh, birds. <laughs> hey, bird joke. Bird joke. Hey, you know what? Fuck the Falcons and the Hawks. Anyways, so <laughs> he's just not getting the looks that he's getting now. With Darnell King coming in, he does pull a good Dumbuya, and not. I, I'm using Dumbuya as a verb. It's a verb, right? Something action. Sure. He's he's pulling a good. I passed English. <laughs> I did. I passed English, but very. I rarely. did too by being born. So, <laughs> but he 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 does get in there and send crosses in, and you know it's it's a good thing. This new Stan guy that came in, he's only been here a week, so it's it's nice to see that he can come in and play his part, and he knows how to play his part. He's, he has a lot to learn. It's really good. Uh, I think Whelan and Stanton will get kind of in good terms since they're both. Uh, European, they come from a European background, so they both kind of have that that kind of similarity in the sense that they're going to bring that to and the young. team. And they are young. Yeah. Corey Whelan's not even 21 yet, if I remember correctly. Corey Sam, Williams gonna Sam, Sam was career. born in 94. Uh, he, he's, he's a young player. He, not only young, he's very talented, played with some of the best players in the world, um, trained with them. So we have our backfield set with Lubin. You know, holding the the, the helm on Lubin that. the goat. Lubin the goat. Lubin is a fucking fantastic dude. Lubin is our 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 keeper. I mean, I love he fucks Cox. team without the lube. You know, I, I mean? love Dick. You know, you love Dick. We all knew that. 
That is the best line you could have possibly Tonight. ever said on this podcast. You know, so he 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 is great for for the team. And no, can we not? Can we 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 can't pass up the fact that Eric Dick is probably the best name in soccer. Yes. Yeah. And it's because of the fact. And, that, can we? I don't know if you guys touched on it last episode, but can you get into his nickname? Yeah, we 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 came out in the last episode, right? Oh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What what every what, time what, that he, he every stops time a goal. he stops a goal or stops a shot from the opposing team, we let them know that they just got cock blocked. He got cock blocked. Hundred percent. You can't write it better. You, you can't, can't write it better. It better. Uh, absolutely. He was meant to be. Yes. A keeper. If he was a forward, I, I think that would be like. Get the dick in the net. You know, what I mean, like you, you got it. You. It still doesn't work. It's just so much better. Cockblock works. I mean, you could find something about inserting dick somewhere, but like, but cockblock works because we just it's, inserted dick no, into the line. If you if you were to ask me what the best takeaway for me personally was was that game against Kansas City where Eric Dick held it down not only when he was under pressure yeah. with the saves, but when he was asked to play with his feet. When they passed the ball back to him, he not only was able to control and pass the ball where it needed to be without panicking, but he even brought out some, like, fantasy plays. Like, some were, like, fintas, uh, Look, freaking jukes. He, he juked players. So, from what I know. To be a goalie, you got to have balls to juke players. Well, it's not even just balls. The, the best teams. You can't have balls without dick. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the best teams in the world, I swear. The best teams in the world. The keepers have to play well with their feet just as much as they, their, their keepers, as much as they do their job. Every team, you know, you got Madrid, Barcelona, you know, Man City, Man United, Liverpool. I mentioned Liverpool sixth, asshole. All right, well. But they the all jo- have to all play right. well with their feet. So On the- that point, I would like to say that, yes, you did mention Liverpool sixth, and I commend you for that. And I would also let, like to let you know, uh, in case you haven't heard, speaking of Barca and Madrid, that Madrid won today 2-0. I did hear. I didn't and want to bring I, it up. I would like to let you know about that. And even though you kept me from watching the game today. I didn't keep you from shit, bitch. There it is. Madrid has won and they are on top. So, a la Madrid. Please, go on with the rest of your day. Whatever, dude. So. They are the Real DL. <laughs> The reality. <laughs> so, I I feel like Phoenix Rising is coming in strong. I mean, our, our forwards, you know, Dadashov is doing fantastic being a point man. you got Flemings on the left. Another here. bitching name, by the Dude, way. Dude, Dadashov is, is a great name. Uh, did, I, did I shove that fucking goal in your fucking mouth? You know? <laughs> so it's a great name. It's a great thing. Dadashov is doing fantastic as a point man right now. You got, you know, Fleming's on the left. You got, you know, um, Asante on the right. on the right. Then you got our, our midfield. The midfield is the most complicated part about Phoenix Rising right now. Because yes, ha- it is. And like, but let me tell you, it's complicated in terms of not that they don't play well together. It's complicated in terms of the the gaffer has the most difficult decision of who to put yeah, in Yeah, the quality. Game. We it's have so much so quality overloaded. on midfield to the point where it's hard to choose who your starters are going to be. And the fact is that you have such quality at substitution that it, it's easy to see. I swear to God, if fucking Rick, if fucking Rick Shantz, which is funny because it's, it's, it's Tockett's first name Rick. 
Uh, you talk, yeah. yeah. Talkit's first name is Rick, right? Yeah, Rick Talkit, yeah. You know, we got two Ricks. You know, fucking we got two rigs and one dick. You know, what I mean, like we're we're flying, we're, we're flying, <laughs> we're fucking flying we're right now. Set for the next five years. Yeah. So it's one of those things that we <laughs> got Rick Dicky down, regardless. We're we got Rick. <laughs> <laughs> we got Rick Shantz having to make these decisions. But at the end of the day, if Rick Shantz fucking swear to God, if he pulls his midfield in like minute eighty six, I'm gonna fucking lose it. You have such talent in midfield, you should be able to sub in. Another great addition, another great substitution for the midfield to push forward. You know, uh, you know, Santi Moore. I feel plays more of a uh, of offensive, so more forward type of player. He would be more of a substitution for someone like Asante or Flemings. More Asante than Flemings. I think uh, Asante. Not that he's any worse than Flemings. I think that Flemings plays harder and plays longer with stamina in the sense that he's able to last longer running his full sprints. Asante, after a while, tends to hold back a little bit more, tends to make let let the 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 wingers from the back, the back wingers play forward and try to pass it to them, and which is not a bad strategy. But at the end of the day, you kind of still need uh, the forwards to run forward and do their job up front. Uh, so the midfielders kind of you have you know you have um, Lambert, uh, Barbary, Schweizer. Um, What's his name? God, uh, Jose Baccaro. You got Jose. 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 He literally told us it's Jose. <laughs> Jose. It's Jose. El Rayo. No, no. See, that's the way you want to pronounce it. El Rayo he pronounces his name Jose. <laughs> well, anyway, to be fair, out of the core group, he is the only one who has underwhelmed me. I was the biggest Aguinaga fan last last year. You were. And I still love him. I still love the guy, and I still love what he can bring. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's still in off-season shape. Like, he just needs to get in shape. He did, he's just... He's laid back. Not He's not been that danger that he was in the last couple of years. Uh, last last uh, Especially last year, what he was. And I thought we'd see a difference with him at this last game against Rouse Lake where he started next to Baquero. Like, okay, with him and Baquero, they were a lethal duo last year. That is what we needed. And Baquero, he played his one of his best games, including the the goal of the week, in my opinion. It was an amazing goal. That left scored. footer. And uh, I don't know. Aguinaga, he's just like... He needs he needs to step it up to get not only to surpass but he needs to get back to where he was last year. But I will give you my hot take of the preseason, Ooh. and that is, if you were to ask me, who is the more dangerous attacker on the left side, I would put Santi Moore over Schroeder Fleming as a starter in a four three three. In a four three three, look. So look, nothing. I, I cannot take anything from Flemings. Flemings has played fantastic. He's oh, great. No, he scored like almost he's, every game he's, in the preseason. He's, he's still he's lethal. Great. Um, I don't. I, I I might not even be able to agree with you. Just because Santi Moore, in in in, in essence, hasn't proven anything to me got in, in 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 Phoenix Rising, he might have done it in fucking piece of shit New Mexico. No, you did not. You, how are you gonna say that when he like completely demolished Kansas City defense he, in okay. the entire 
game that Dude, he was that's playing. that's fine. That's fine that he demolished them in fucking preseason. And again, it's preseason. I'm waiting to see this season where he when he starts because I feel like Fleming's is still going to take the reins on this because Fleming one has earned his spot on the team. He's starting. So he's, he's starting. Yeah. I still feel that if Santi wants to make an impact when he gets subbed in, just like when uh, when Spencer would get subbed in, when Spencer would get subbed in, he gave it all and it showed and he scored and he became essential to the front line. A lot of good dad did him. He's no longer on the team. It doesn't matter. He, he's probably no longer on the team. But the thing is, if... I don't even know why. I, I couldn't even tell you why he didn't get called back. He was a great addition. He he should have kept he should have kept it. He should have taken Adam's spot. He should take he should have taken Adam's spot. And Dodger Sharp should have been fighting for that spot because Spencer would have been a great he was tall. He's like six four as a fucking I think Dada Sharp would have still beat him out. Probably Dada Sharp is stronger. He is him. stronger because but that, that, that's not even, we're not even talking about that. We're talking about right, Fleming. Right, what I'm talking what I'm saying on. is that he has to earn if he gets on the field the only way he's going to be able to surpass Fleming's is that he has to score in less time if he gets subbed in. If he starts a match, which will probably be weaker matches or weaker matches that Rick thinks it's, it's weaker matches. Or, or cup games. Or cup games, that too. That's the only way he's going to really show that he has starter potential over Fleming's. Now, the thing is, at this point, New Mexico is a shit team, so it was easy for him to shine. It's not the same at Phoenix Rising. Phoenix Rising, we have great talent. You're not just going to shine because, oh, I came from New Mexico and I used to do this. This now fuck New Mexico. Like I said plenty of times because I fucking hate that team. <laughs> I love this. He and Lucio. He needs to he needs to prove us at Phoenix Rising. He needs to prove not just to the 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 fans, but to the team that he is essential Goal scorer, essential assister, assisting the, the game as well. He can't just score the goals. He has to be able to add his team in. Because, sure, it's easy to score goals. It's not easy to find a player open to score a goal either. That's what, you know, midfields do a great job about. That's that's what they do. That's their job. But as forwards, especially wingers, you need to be able to still assist inside in the, in the mid, in, in, inside at the top. If you can't do that, if you're just going in for the goal, you're going to you're going to lose opportunities to pass the ball to get a goal for the win, for essential points. Because we know that winning is is the whole is the whole point of of any sport is to win. And if he doesn't get there, wait, wait, wait. What about the participation trophy? No, fuck participation, dude. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Participation, <laughs> fuck that shit, dude. Don't ever talk to fuck that shit, dude. Don't ever bring participation trophy to that shit. Talking about this with this guy. Particip- fuck no, dude. No. <laughs> fuck that. Look, dude, participation trophies. Thank you for even, being here. They don't even belong in a part. Participation trophies don't belong in sports. Participation. Because they it, tried their best, Lucy. No, I don't care if they tried their best. It wasn't good enough. You lost. I'm sorry. You're a fucking loser. I have five at home. What are you trying to say? You're a fucking loser. Did you win? Time. Did you win? I got to participate. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you participate right there. But what I'm saying, fuck participation troubles. You, oh, so, you you just messed it up. You got me there because you're fucking sitting there fucking up the word. I, uh, it's, I blame the 805. And I'm fucking drunk. Shout out, shout out to 805, by the way. 
Did you just shout out 805? Yeah, of course. They haven't paid us yet. I don't know, but they had free ads. You had you you, you had a you had a rhyme it. I don't know what we. What do you mean? Like weight no size. Jesus, will you go on with your with your? <laughs> you can't just give him free publicity. Trophy? So, anyways, he has to earn the spot. He has to earn his title. Santi Moore is a great addition. I don't take anything away from him. He did score in piece of shit New Mexico, but. He has to be able to score here. He has to be able to show us that he can do the same thing he did in that piece of shit state with that shit team to fucking to 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 get me to believe. I'm not a believer. I'm not bu- a believer right now. You should. No, right I'm now. not. <laughs> I, I might listen to it on the way home. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Are you a believer? Yeah, of course. Of course. Look, dude. Watch the doc. Anyway, go on. I'm just saying, Santi Moore, great addition. I feel like he is a great, raw, untapped talent. Raw, untapped talent. He's a great addition. He's a good backup. He's a good backup for Flemings. Flemings for me still takes the cake because he has proven himself to be essential to the team. Scored in every game. He scores. He assists. He plays hard. He reminds me of a fucking Garland. A corner garden where he is a pit bull when he plays on the field. You're messing up the mic there, bro. Yeah, you are. All right, he's a pit bull. Uh, this is what I was telling him the other day. That I need I need a little fucking pad to tap yeah, my shit on. Yeah, yeah. He's essential, and I... Why'd you get him hot bars? I need him, if Santi Moore wants to win me over at least. The look in his eye was the look that he had when he that was he had that with the napkin, With the napkins there. <laughs> He needs to. He needs to prove. He needs to show it. He needs to prove it to me. I wish he had a At least for yeah, me. I was gonna say. I don't at, see any napkins on the table. <laughs> at least for me to 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 fall in into this bandwagon that people fall into for Santi Moore. That's just my opinion. All right. Speaking yeah. of bandwagons, which admittedly he is the best defender that we have, but Corey Whelan, who you are on him one hundred percent. Head over heels. I'm like a fangirl at this point. All right. Where do you see him in terms of leadership? Because I feel like... Captain. He can be a captain. captain. He can definitely no. be a captain. Look, uh, Asante. Look, look, Asante. After, after let's, let's get this straight. After Asante is Baquero, right? For what? For captaincy? For captain. No. Absolutely not. No? Who is no. it then? It's Whelan. Asante. No, no, no. So look, Asante, look. in, in your respect, I, love, <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I love why Asante. Would you, why would you strip it? I would strip it because Asante reminds me of an OEL. No. Of a what? Yes, an OEL. Oliver Ekman Larson. Oh. He is not he, he he he's quiet. He's very he's not very vocal. But that's in the state that's when everyone's looking at him. No, you don't, no. You don't know what it's like in the locker room? I know exactly what it is. I played soccer my whole life. I know exactly what it in is. In their to locker room. In their okay <sighs> look, dude. I'm telling you this. Core Whelan could be a great captain. He, no, without a doubt. He looks like he, he fucking walks fucking excellent. He fucking pisses greatness. All right, DeCasso? He's he's one of those... Uh, DeCasso's Kenny over here because he fucking knows how to fucking write... Draw shit with his dick when he pisses. I will paint you portraits. Hit me up afterwards. <laughs> At me. At me, bro. At me. My thing is... I do children's birthday parties. <laughs> Corey Whelan, 
can lead this team with his his leadership on the pitch alone. He 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 steps onto that field and you just feel his presence. He commands the defense. He pushes forward for the for for the midfield. He he is excellent at what he does and he can lead this team. Asante, I love the guy. I love what he contributes to this team, but he is for me, he is too reserved on the pitch, That's whether fair. it be off That's the fair. pitch, even if it's off the pitch and he's like this, oh, you know, like I'm a spoken guy. He talks to everybody. He's cool with everybody. On the pitch is where it matters. If you can't lead the team on the pitch and be able to be be behind everybody and back everybody up like that at a snap of, uh, of fingers, it for me, wheeling, especially over Baccaro, I like Be- Don't get me wrong. I love Baccaro. Baccaro is great. He, he could be a leader as well. But Corey Whelan is a stronger leader than Baccaro. Right. For me. That's fair. That's fair. This is my opinion. I get what you mean by <laughs> presence. And, uh, yeah, I agree with you on that thing with the, with the whole, like, being there, being present, and making your presence felt. But as far as, like, giving direction... Other than the defense, I don't see Corey Willing giving that much direction to the rest of his teammates up front. What are you talking about? Have you not seen his pushes forward where he runs up? Yeah, no, like that's leading by example, but that's not you vocalizing what everyone should do at any given time. Okay, so give, tell me this. If you have your defender, and I play defense, if you have your defender run up and almost scores a fucking goal, are you going to sit there and be like, God damn, let, let him fucking run. No, like, it's going to make you snap your shit together and be like, you know what? I need to pull my shit together and fucking work hard. He's fucking running from the yeah. backfield, pushing forward. If that's not enough fucking motivation to push the fucking... No, that, you're, that, no you're, getting, you're right. Yeah, You're getting me wrong again. That It's not that it's not motivation. It is leading by example, which but, is one okay, part of okay, it. But the thing but is, it you, is you getting the team together... And like, hey, I'm gonna vocalize this because I'm gonna do this, this, and this. Okay, whatever. but you can't, you can't. Look, a leader is also a person that's not gonna yell at you from across the field. Sometimes you have to. Yes, but it's. it's Corey Willen doesn't do that. Not because he's not the captain. He's not. He's. That's he's out of place. He's out of place. That, that is how you become captain. Yeah, no, yeah. but the thing is, he can do it, and he will do it. When he puts, when he's put in charge, he can get out the. Well, I, you know what, Vaquero is not in charge, and he does do that. Okay, does he do it with the defense? He never talks to defense. He shuts down at the defense to do that. Okay, with his ass staying in the front, at top, not running back. Yeah. No. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. If a midfielder, I got into arguments with my midfielders when the midfield attacking midfielders try to sit here and yell at me in the backfield saying, Oza, what happened? Why aren't you guarding that man? Where are you at, bro? You're still stuck 50 yards up front. <laughs> Don't yell at me. This is soccer. We're talking meters now. Yeah, no. dude, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Sorry. 45 meters hey, out. Don't talk to me meters. This is America. Yeah. Fuck you. You got to get your shit together, bro. Like, I think you're losing it. The point being is... He's about to lose his yeah, yeah. The point being is... Somebody get him some napkins. <laughs> Waiter! Waiter! Let me get your manager. You got her fired. Yeah, yeah, she's gone now. No, I specifically told the manager that I didn't want her to get in trouble. 
If she did, that's on her. Well, she got fired. I just yeah. want you to yeah, know. That's, the, the young a trainee. A direct complaint. The young, I don't want her to get in trouble. The young trainee told me that she she was one of the more outspoken ones. If she got fired, it's because of herself. Okay. All right. Did it your damn self. All right, continue. <laughs> Corey Whelan deserves to be captain. You know, though. He's in the conversation. You know, though, I mean, is there really a point of break? I mean, is there really a point to make here? Because the team's excellent. It's it, been no, excellent uh, the last two. Hold on. It's been excellent the last two years. Why break something like that? Why, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? You don't need to remove anything. Asante's a, a, a leader, regardless. He is a leader. Yeah. I don't look. You need to shake things up when your team is performing poorly, terribly. Um, the Coyotes have not made the playoffs in eight years, and we're kind of going back to that just just as a parallel. They need to shake things up. They why do. would why would the rising why would the rising have to do anything? I'm not calling for OEL's head. I this is his, he's a young captain, but he's a great player. He's a great player, young captain. But if Taylor Hall was made captain, do you think he'd stay? Uh, probably not. To be honest, with you. yeah, <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, probably not. Interesting. Uh, but we'll on that but yeah, regardless, regardless, I don't think that there's even really a a necessary change. You know, it doesn't really well, have to happen. There is because not the team's a change. playing well. The there's team's not playing a, well. There's no no need to, to what 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 Danny what I'm saying is that if there is a change, if, if the, Rick Shots it, decides to be yeah, like, if, I, I wanna make I, I'm gonna take this and find someone Corey Whelan is more than deserving of that captaincy. Yeah. Now, he's not going to do it because Asante, as much as, yes, I've opinionated my, not disdain or anything, Asante, is a, he, like I said, he could be a great leader behind closed doors where we don't see him doing anything. He can be a great leader. He can motivate the team well. But on the pitch, he's not, for me, he's not the most, the most um, assertive right. when it comes to like stepping up to the ref. Or, or the more assertive when it comes to, like, if there's an issue happening, he's not the first one to run. But Kara's more likely to do that. Whelan, you know, Musa was one of those people that was more likely to run up at, at that spot. I miss Musa. Well, so it's one of those things. Asante, at the moment, like you said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. He's fine. But to, to be clear, nobody here is calling for his captaincy. No, nobody right. is. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're talking about second captaincy. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, it's. You know, we're just conjecture. If, just, if, if it, because honestly, I feel if Asante right. is injured or not comes in, Corey Whelan will, will be the captain. Yeah. It, Even it, if Bucketto and Zach Lubin are on the field. Yes. Oh, over Zach Lubin. Let's place a bet on it right now. Oh, we'll, we'll bet on it. What do, do you keep, want to bet? Uh, are, keeper, are keepers able to become captains? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep, yeah. yeah not, not hockey, but I, I didn't oh, know. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not. Keepers it. can't be kept? No. Oh. Write that down for your, for I my ignorance. For the hockey encyclopedia. Um, all right, all right. So let, let's say first, first game that. Or new segment, you guys. Asante. I'm going to tell you right now. Right. New segment right here. The bet of the day. The bet of the day. All right. Better than, I like it. All right. Ooh. So first game that Solomon Asante is not going to be a starter. You're saying it's. If Corey Willen is Corey on. Willen. Yes. If Corey, Corey is on. Absolutely. Write it down. Write it's, it in the book. It's definitely Corey Willen. And I'm saying if. Either Zach Lubin or Baquero are on. It's going to be one of those. And right now, I'm going to bet a Maya's Calzone. Oh, yeah. That's... And a drink tab. 
It's probably the most expensive thing in the world with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to bleach your hair. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. A Maya's calzone and a drink tab at Maya's Bar and Grill to see who is going to win this bet. Yeah. We're writing it down, folks. Okay. We're writing it down. It is in the it's books. It's in the okay. books legitimately. So if Asante is not on, is Whelan going to be captain? Yeah. If Whelan is, is on, you're saying if Whelan's on, he's captain. If Whelan and Lubin or Vaquero is on, I'm saying that either Lubin or Vaquero is going to be Okay. If they're all on, if okay, not even if we okay, let me put it this way. Let let, let me just make sure we all got right, this completely right. okay. covered. Go ahead. Whelan is gonna be captain if Asante's not on. Period. Okay. Whether Dick is on, whether whether fucking uh, Bombery's on, whether whether Lubin is on, or whether um, uh, Baguera's on. If Whelan is not on the field the same time uh, Asante is not on the field, it don't count. It has to be when all three or if he's not on or, or if uh, if those other two aren't on or if one of the other two are not on. What do you mean if one of the other two are on? So, so if Lubin's saying- on but Baccaro's not on, it still counts. Okay. If Baccaro's on and Lubin's not on, it still counts. But if Corey's not on, obviously he obviously can't be. Obviously, it's can't. not on. Yeah, yeah, no, we get so that. So yeah. it has to be one of the one of the yeah. two that you just named it has to be on. So you have a greater chance of winning. Yeah, yeah, hey, but but if you're you're saying if your guy's on, if my con's on and Asante's not on, Corey Whelan is going to be captain. All right. All right, all right, we got the bet solidified. We got, right. we got the bet solidified. To break the monotony a little bit, I have one question for you. Yes, sir. Out of the let's say let's th- a three year span here. Including this upcoming season. Okay. Is this the best team on paper? On paper, yes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay. Paper, so, are you so, talking about like if things right in the history? Or in, as the league? I, well, I'm talking about let's, let's do a sample size of three years. Um, in the light in the, three yeah, years? In the, yeah. So the best, I guess, I guess it kind of plays both ways. Our, our, what are our projections this year? What do, you, what do you think, based off of the last two seasons we've seen, uh, you know, run to the finals and then an early exit in the playoffs after a dominant season. So my thing is, we're gonna have a playoff run. We have to have a playoff run. Is, it, is this a championship team? Yes, it's a champion. Like, uh, absolutely. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and just tackle this question head on. Yeah. Anything less than a championship is gonna Subpar. be a failure for this team. It is okay because so this could the last, be the, the year. In the last few years, they've made a championship run. They've made a historic record-setting North American soccer run in regular season, and they have done like they've broken so many records that are okay to talk about. They're cool to like bring up when you're at a bar with your friends and like trying to show off about your team. Twenty wins, but until you can actually show off that championship, Trophy. it means absolutely nothing. Of course. So with. The team that we've had last couple of years, plus what we have added to, on paper right now we have the best team. So one of the best coaches, in it, my opinion, too. One of the best coach, definitely coach of the year last Sean, year. Yeah, Sean, it, Sean. It's, uh, so any so anything less than a championship is unacceptable. Is a failure. Is unacceptable. At so, this all point, right, so, all so you hear it. You hear it first here, rising fans. This is a championship team. Championship team. The, the, this is this is the year. 
right it, here. It is the year. And this, this is the year. 2020 is the year. 2020 I can see vision. clearly now. Corny, corny joke. I can corny see joke. clearly now. We're, we're going to send it, but corny joke. So 20, 2020 is the year for the Rising. Now, what does that do for their future bid at becoming a full-time MLS team? Ugh. I hope they pass it up. I do too. I hope they. I hope they get offered, and I hope and they, they say, say no. "fuck you, MLS." I don't look, dude. There's there's lots of problems with the MLS. I know, but that is the. It doesn't matter if it's the pinnacle. It doesn't matter if it's the pinnacle. We can make a new pinnacle. All right. We can write, and this is why there's a. The, my biggest issue is, imagine Kenny, you have a company. Of course. And imagine we do. It's called Sticks and Kicks. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Imagine you have Sticks and Kicks, right? Mm-hmm. Where we are right now, mm-hmm. and imagine some corporation or some big fran- uh, big corporation comes in. And is like, hey, we want to take sticks and kicks to the top, right? Right. We, we right, want right, to bring right. it to the best of the best. I hear you. And they say, we're gonna be, we're gonna, we're gonna take you to the top, but we're gonna own fifty one percent, fifty one percent of your of your company. Right. So that meaning. That say you're like you know what I don't want Danny be, be or say me say like, I don't want Danny on the thing the team the Lucio on the team anymore because I just don't like his ignorance I don't like whatever it is his let's face it they don't like your beard no they love me yeah but what I'm saying Beard's is weird. say they don't want me here right but say the company or the organizations are like well we quite we can't quite do that because right. because he is he is Glue. It, he is a part of this uh, this big thing that we are. Now, in the MLS, they own 51% of your club. Yeah. If you want to trade a player, you can't just trade a player. But, and I understand the politics of it. I understand. I understand the ownership. I'm just saying from a sports fan perspective. Well, yeah. Would you rather root for uh, American Hockey League, which is the NHL's minor team, mm-hmm. or minor league, or the NHL? But it's different, though. I know it's different. It's not different. It's not different in terms of what the exposure is because I get what yes. that's getting. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, MLS is going to get you more exposure. exposure yeah. Yes. But and you're playing against like the, the th- best. Things like the Red Fury are going to die. The Banditos are going to die. You're not going to have those kind of groups, those kind of liberties that you had when you were in the USL. That's gonna die. So the, the very thing that brought you to the dance is going to go away. Because the MLS has their own vision of what it is to do business. All right, that's fair. And just to get into the door, just to get into the dance, it's going to cost us $400 million. And you don't even own the team. That's what I'm saying. And on top of not even owning the team, with the USL, there is potential better than the USL, than the MLS. Because where the USL wants to, wants to kind of adopt the more European a more European asset or more European model where there's promotion and relegation. Right. So in the United States there's not there's not that. There's right. no promotion relegation. And Business you know this will never let that happen. And right. do you know what that is? Uh relegation? Promotion and relegation. Mm. So we have a tier right now in the USL. The USL has the USL championship, which right. is what we're in. Right. USL one and USL two. Right. So imagine the USL has a bunch of teams that are not in in uh, in the league right now. 
just say the basic thing. I know. But yeah. like, oh, all right, so pretty much, basically, like, Motherfucker. without having to go into all this detail, you son of relegation a means the worst teams in the top league get relegated down to the bottom yeah. league, and the best teams in the bottom get promoted. Yeah. yeah. So that's how it works. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how many fans attend your game. It doesn't matter any of that. You are based the on the results. Worst that you team. Make. So instead of getting the first pick in the draft... You get relegated. Promoted, yeah, yeah. You get down to the bottom league, and the the best team in the bottom league get, just gets promoted up. That's yeah. it. Right. That's that is bottom line. No politics, no business, no none of that. It's all based. But on the, the best team's things about about those things, those kind of things, is that places like um, uh, is it FC Tucson, or Tucson United, or Tucson F- Tucson FC has a team. Right. That plays in USL 1. Yeah. If they get promoted to the USL championship, we will have an inside rivalry. Meaning that we will have a rivalry in the state. And these are the kind of things. These are derbies, you know, rivalries, what they're called, in, uh, derbies, what they're called in Europe. These are kind of games that bring big money. Right. Bring big, uh, like, commotion. So, basically, it's USL or bust. It, you guys want to stay in USL? Yeah, I would like to. I don't. I don't, don't, don't want to go to the MLS. Uh, yeah, that's that. That would be an interesting topic for social media. Oh, oh uh, definitely. Uh, that, 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 a poll we question. Talk a whole hour on this yeah, subject yeah. itself. It'd be it would be a nice poll though. Uh, how how many how many of our fans would would prefer to see an MLS team or how many There's, would prefer to stay? Right, you know split. what? Let's make that our very first poll. Now that we're launching into social media this yeah. week, our very first poll. Let's see is how many fans would like to stay in USL. And how many would like to go into the MLS? We're going to go ahead and put that. As and going into that, I'm right. going to close out the show by saying that, yes, we are launching our social media this week. So you can follow us on Twitter right. at StixKicks1, the number one. StixKicks1 to follow our show here on Twitter. And they can follow Lucio. Where can they follow you at? They can follow me on Twitter at mlucio. And on Instagram as King Lucio Ten, yeah, yep. And then just to clarify, sticks kicks, uh, sticks kicks one S T I C K S K I C K S one. Just for anybody that can't hear, um, you can find me Kenny M eighteen on Twitter. Um, follow me because I'm awesome. Uh, and then if you want uh, on on Instagram, which I'm now celebrity, thank you to my brother-in-law who is going to be joining the show. Um, raising underscore underscore Kane, K-A-N-E. So um, that that's my son's name, obviously. That's two underscores? Yeah, I had to because obviously raising underscore Kane was taken. But that's why I can't find you. Then. Yeah, that could be it. But uh, yeah, no, follow us, folks. We, uh, we you know we we have a, a lot to talk about on here. As you can see, it's probably one of the longer shows we'll ever have. Probably. Uh, but um, it's I'm not always going to be like this. We 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 just got together vibing. We're buzzing in the room together. It's perfect. Hell yeah. Um, but. You know, follow us because we've we've got good content. Uh, I've got inside information on the Coyotes. They've got inside information on the Rising. We're all gonna kind of, we're all gonna kind of converge and and, and make this happen for y'all. Give you the best contact week content week after week. So, all right, and uh, you can also follow me at phx orona on Twitter. That is phx orona, or you can follow me at. 
es el Dani on Instagram. We might have to change our fucking names, bro. Like, I'm serious. We might just have to, like, pull in new Twitter accounts, new fucking... This guy's trying to change shit that doesn't need to be changed all the time. Bro, like, honestly, I might... I'm going to tell you guys right now, I might end up... Next show, I might end up having a new Instagram just specifically for this show because... I, I just don't like random people on my on my on my personal Instagram. It's alright, you guys can poke me. It's, it's cool. Oh wait, what? poking is not on That's Instagram. Facebook, bro. Well, whatever. Poke my face. <laughs> oh wait, what? With this dude. Uh, well, anyway, bottom line is that you can follow all of us at the show on Sticks Kicks One. Yep. On Twitter, and that is probably the easiest way you can reach us. Give us your opinion. That's where our poll will be. Once again, it will be whether or not you would like the Phoenix Rising to stay in the USL or go to MLS. Boom. Right. Well, guys, thank you so much. That's all the time that we have. We probably spent more time than we probably wanted to. Go Yotes, go Rising. Fuck it, yeah. That's yeah. what we're here for. Arizona, baby. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for your support. And we will see you next time on Sticks and Kicks.